Survival House Network. And don't like the brags, I don't like the boast. They like hot butter on the breakfast toast. Watching flicks, talking chicks, I like the motorboat. Can River Man make it your check? Nope. So look at all these movies I got. Commenting like, mmm, should we watch them or not? I know they just be acting for cash. But I still got one question to ask. Like, why'd he do that? Do that? Do that? If that was me, I'd be like, screw that, screw that, screw that. I'm an alpha, I'd eat through that, through that, through that. Mmm, so why'd he do that? Do that, do that. Mmm. All right, what's up, fiends? BTM Podcast back, Zach and Aaron. What's up? Uh, oh, what, what's up is that we're continuing forth on our bio horror exploitation that we're doing. Fuck it, it's now coro- it's now coronavirus exploitation. I was telling Zach too that we kind of missed the boat. We should have jumped on it. It, it ca- makes sense. I think we caused it actually the outbreak because we decided to do this. Well, we we sh- we could have had this as an opportunity to do like a, what would you call it viral exploitation pandemics because there's a lot what of what we're already doing works fine. The thing in the okay. fly. But there's a bunch of movies that are just pandemic related. You could do like the 28 Days Letters. You could do any kind well, of fucking th- The Fly is a metaphor for disease in general. Okay, we'll we'll go with that. So, uh, are we no better than all these businesses that are capitalizing off of it? Then fuck yes, we're we're making fucking hella cheddar off you fucks dying from the corona. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're doing The Fly, as he just said. The uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum, Gina Davis. Uh, Fucking, uh, uh, when's the last time Mel he, he... Brooks produced this movie? People don't know that. Did he really? Fuck yes. He wanted to keep it a secret because he thought if people knew that going in, they wouldn't take it seriously. Okay. Uh, Cronenberg gross out classic. Uh, I think what we're going to do is uh, we're doing this one and then we're going to do one last one. And I think we're going to wrap up the bio horror month. Uh, so I, or not even a month, it's more like exploitation, but I think what we're doing is the thing. And, uh, we'll just let that also be a reminder that if anyone wants to jump on the Patreon, which is of course linked below, uh, you guys can get in because we'll technically do that one live. And anybody that, uh, wants to become a patron, uh, will get access to our feed and be able to join along, uh, for that commentary and be able to chat us up. And, uh, obviously you'll be witnessing it before it goes live for everybody else. So, uh, we're, we'll, you, you guys will see that posted, uh, when we plan on going live for that. So, but like I said, regardless, you know, Zach and I are on Patreon now, so check out the links there if you want to throw some support our way and, uh, get a little extra content in the meantime, there's some bonus goodies up there right now. So yeah, just, just peruse it and check it out and let us know what you think. If you have any feedback on that, uh, if you guys want any extra shit or, you know, if you just have any qualms about anything, but yeah, that's all we got. We're going to go and get started in this. I haven't seen this in a long time. It's been a while, uh, but it's one of the earliest movies I remember. Like, what year did this come okay, out? Okay, fuckhead from Stained. Let's just start it. It's been a while with your bullshit. <laughs> All right. Well, Zach dictates. So we're going to go uh, three, two, one, play. Hell yeah. Fucking 20th Century Fox. That logo ain't going to exist anymore. It, it doesn't. It's already gone. It's uh, now it's a, uh, what is it? 20th Century Pictures? Yeah, fucking retarded. I'm sorry, that's uh, not PC. It's that's fucking mentally handicapped. It's almost sacrilegious, man, because it's just so it's so it's such a part of pop culture that 20th century logo. Because it, it does 20th century predate even Disney? I'm not sure. It might, but it's it's been around. It was like golden era shit. So oh yeah, all these weed leaves. 
No, it's the fucking logo. Blaze up. 420. It flies 420 friendly. Hey, what I was saying before Zach so rudely interrupted me. I haven't seen this in a long ass time, but it's actually one of the earliest movie memories I have. This came out the year I was born, and I remember watching this movie probably four or five. I don't remember if it was just on regular cable or if it was more like a monster movie of the week late. Cause I used to watch, I, I feel like I've watched most of my movies late at night, like those after hour movies. But I, I remember watching this back in the days when I was uh, viewing nightmare on Elm street two and three and fucking the it miniseries and the first child's play. So it's one of my earliest memories. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Linda Hamilton was a uh, director Cronenberg's first choice for the uh, female role. That's cool. What happened? Uh, she wanted to do it because she found the movie disturbing, like especially the the scene where she gives birth to the maggot baby. But uh, um, I don't know. I think she turned it down. Maybe, maybe so, she was too disturbed by it. Maybe that was it. So he got Gina Davis instead, which which makes me wonder. Was uh, the reco- also fucking Goldblum wasn't their first choice originally? They wanted to get Michael Keaton. That's very interesting. And when they got uh, Goldblum, uh, fucking, he was dating Gina Davis at the time, and uh, I think he said, "Hey, how about Gina?" And Cronenberg was like, "I don't want to have a couple," but then they let her fucking do it, uh, um, let her do the whole process, like trying to get the role, and she just she was better than everybody else. Gotcha. So it was an endorsement. I was wondering if that was like a requirement that uh, he was strictly going for handsome women. Because Gina Davis and Linda Hamilton are both kind of handsome. Linda Hamilton was hot AF uh, in the first Terminator. And then the second Terminator, she looked like she'd kick my ass, which is kind of hot, too. Let her beat the fuck out of me while she's fucking me with a strap on, even. Linda Hamilton was very, uh, she was very normie looking in that first Terminator. She just looked like a basic type of person. Beta. You know, she really fit into the role as that, whatever, that cocktail that waitress she was or whatever. She totally looked oh, like yeah. somebody like that day. She showed her boobs in the first movie, too. In, like, shadows. Oh, like, they, you know, were, this, they were nice boobs. That awesome sex scene where it's like... Yeah, she fucked a guy from the future that was sent by her son. How does that make sense? They, like, pornify the, the Terminator theme. It's pretty awesome. And you see a... Should have played Lin- with a saxophone. And you... <laughs> it might be. Linda Hamilton, Linda Hamilton, you see her tits like uh, the silhouette and it's from the side, right? The nipples on the, the side. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's squeezing them titties. Want to see fucking uh, our boy fucking uh, bust a nut all over them tits. Want to fucking uh, the black dude playing the saxophone from uh, from that uh, from fucking Bruce Springsteen's band plays uh, plays us out. That'd be donk. Okay. It cuts to him just <laughs> in there playing it and he's just got a big ass smile like he always does when they cut to him in those videos. I have to get rid of your like uh, your Skype minimizer. So like whenever you're talking on Skype, that's how Zach and I are chatting right now. Um, and you, we're in the same room, bro. Well, yeah, we're on the same room. No, we're quarantined. We can't. That's why we're not in the same room because we're fucking on a nationwide quarantine. Oh yeah. Uh, no, but whenever you close down the Skype window, you minimize it. It it, it brings up like a, a smaller window in the corner, and it's a distraction because right next to Gina Davis's big head and perm, I'm looking at a naked picture of Tate. From Hell fucking yeah. Ken Park, like <laughs> relaxing with his dick hanging, <laughs> relaxing in his bed with his grandpa's fucking dentures and his hairy eight cock, and Hell I gotta yeah. like close that. It's funny. It's a helmet in the bush. It really is. Hey, so uh, how's the quarantine treating you? Fucking retarded. I mean, <laughs> fuck it. I'm so on PC. It's fucking mentally handicapped. This quarantine. I. It's changing every single day. So who knows when this is actually up next week? 
the world is either going to be over or the quarantine is going to be over or something will be. I'll tell you, like today, I think Donald Trump was saying something to the effect of they kind of updated it. Like he recommends that people stay away from groups of 10, more than 10 people. Right. And uh, I don't try. I, I, I agree with what he said before, where he said it was a hoax by the Democrats. I'm choosing to believe that narrative. I mean, I'm kind of in bed with the whole thing. I have no problem with staying indoors you're for a while. You're fucking Trump? Listen. <laughs> yeah. well, I thought you said you were in bed with uh, Trump. <laughs> no, I have no problem with like the self-quarantine. I'm. It's not hard for me to be antisocial. It's cool, man. That's me all the time. Besides the nightmare of doing the grocery shopping, I got that out of the way. Uh, I just didn't have any food, so I got enough uh, rations to last a couple of weeks, and we'll kind of see how it goes from there. Uh, but, but yeah, now they're... Because what's happening in a lot of cities around the country and in the world, too, is they're shutting down uh, bars, music venues. My state just shut down all bars and uh, fucking restaurants. Movie theaters, probably, too. Bowling alleys. I guess uh, there's two cases of in my small town. Yeah, well, see, what that, like I said, that might sound extreme to a small town, but two people, man, they want to nip this in the bud. So, you know, even if that means shutting down the local bowling alley and the movie theater and all that stuff. It is what it is. A lot of people are are kind of adapting to it as far as businesses. Uh, theaters are too, right? You know, everybody's pulling their movies from the slate, right? Because no one wants to release their movie right now. They're not going to go. Um, and yeah, they're doing something where they're releasing them on video early. on demand. Like uh, that new uh, Invisible Man is coming out like this week or next week. This week. Dog. That Blumhouse, which I, everybody says is really good. So, And that's great for me because I kind of wanted to see it because there was enough... Um, enough uh, hearsay about it and now i get to see it cheaper because i can just rent it for the cost of like one movie ticket one mm-hmm. matinee movie ticket and i can fucking watch it at my own leisure and it's great because more than one person can watch it yeah you don't have to buy a ticket per person so i'm all about it you know what gina davis does have a chad jawline that's what i'm saying dude she's she's handsome it's it's a real sharp she's got a stronger chin than jeff goldblum i'd let her suck my cock with that jaw yeah but now this is uh Jeff Goldberg Goldblum is watching you poop era Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah. You know, that that famous meme slash poster. I don't know if it was a meme or a poster first. I think it predates memes. I think it was a poster and like a shirt people bought online. Fun fact, the fucking uh the fly pod there that was designed after the motor of uh some kind of uh uh motorcycle. They were they were uh, coming up with different designs. They couldn't agree on one, and then like I think it was the effects guy. He was riding his motorcycle, and he's like, "Hey, the fucking engine of that is uh, interesting looking," and they just modeled it after it. I see. I did not know that. That's because but. you're a fucking beta cock. So I remember the the basic gist of the movie, like you know the beats, what happens, the main stuff. But it's been so long since I've seen it, I don't really remember like individual scenes necessarily uh, that don't necessarily. Anyway. You remember the Beats by Dre? The Beats by Dre. Oh, you know what's funny is, uh, speaking of Beats by Dre, it, it's it's Apple. It's not Beats by Dre, but I, I actually got AirPods Pro. I got a pair. And I wanted to order them because I was leaving for Europe. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I hope. And they were delayed because this shit gets manufactured in China. And like there was no release date. And it was kept getting pushed. And I'm like, oh, man, am I going to get them? Am I gonna get them? And then it didn't even matter because they got the suicide nets at the the AirPods facility. I don't even know what they got to stop the China guys from uh, killing themselves at the factories. They put the suicide nets to catch them if they jump. I never heard of that. 
I've said it like eight times on the on the show. You I mean, that should just tell you how much I listen to you. <laughs> fucking re- retard. <laughs> I'm sorry, fucking mentally uh, <laughs> handicapped person. And that's not the first time you do that. You're like, I just said. So you get me what you you get me when I just do it. Like I just said that. Like oh, you did. Like like as in a second ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Exactly. See, that's what I've been doing now. I usually I, I I troll people online, so I call them retard a lot, and they get fucking pissed off. They're like, "That's a, you're a fucking despicable person for using that word." And I'm like, uh, "So I'll go for them like, oh, you're a fucking retard." They'll be like, "You're despicable." I'll be like, "I'm sorry, you're fucking mentally uh, handicapped." Oh, they 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 still don't. They're not happy about it still. Hey, I, I gotta say something though. Uh, like I, about what we were talking about a moment ago. I'm okay with the quarantine and stuff like that. We, Zach and I have plenty of movies to keep ourselves entertained and video games and shit like that. Um, I mean, eventually we'll go stir crazy and go Jack Nicholson on everybody, right? I mean, that goes, that goes uh, awry eventually, but... I'm still leaving every day. Yeah. I'm still stopping by the store and getting something I forgot to get the last time. Well, how are the... Li- Dude, I, I went out, like I said, a couple of days ago. In the li- I had to go to a few places because, like, to get... At least I, I couldn't find everything that I maybe needed in one shop. I had to go to multiple places. I was out for four hours probably. And uh, each one was like pulling teeth because the lines were so long. So I can't imagine having to keep going out. Um, I went to Walgreens yesterday to get like something I needed. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'll probably have to go out again, but I don't know. I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. I got plenty of entertainment here. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on board. There's not, not even just the video on demand shit. Uh, people are releasing uh, streaming shows early, right? They're they're everybody's acting like uh, it's a it's a platform to show goodwill and oh we stand by you guys our customers come first but they won't call it what it is it's capitalism. Oh yeah, they're capitalizing on the event. Um, this is when it fails, whenever the fucking all the stores are fucking empty and you can't go out and buy it at the theater now they have to fucking give you a reason to still see it at home. No, nah, it's to- it's totally capitalized. It's like. Yo, because we understand this Corona thing and people have to be locked in here at Netflix or Hulu or whatever, we're going to offer that. No, dude, you know, everybody has nothing else to do. Like streaming is going to go through the fucking roof. People are going to be Netflixing the shit out of everything. So they're just jumping on it, man. Uh, and a lot of people are doing it. You ever, you've, been, you've been getting the emails from every fucking company you've ever subscribed to under the sun, mm-hmm. like from their CEO. Papa John's CEO wants to say that we take our clientele and our customers' uh, health with the utmost seriously. And that's why we're here to deliver pizza however you want. You, If you can choose uh, uh, options and you can amend it to where we leave it at your doorstep. So you, if you don't care to have contact, you can leave it the pizza at the doorstep or we can leave it in your drive. I'm like, it's I mean, just another way. I still don't give a shit if the fucking guy cooking it fucking sneezes on it. But, you know, we'll leave it outside your house. You don't have to talk to us. You know what I mean, though? Everybody's using it as a, a mass to just promote and take advantage. And I don't even know if that if somebody sneezed on it, like, I don't know all the rules to it. But so it's it's like fluid based. Um, it's not really airborne. It's just like, if you know, somebody gleeks or something when they talk. It's the fluids coming out of their mouth. But like, I think I think they're saying, uh, you know, it, it, from wherever it extracted from, it can shoot up to like six or eight feet. And then I think it lives oh, in the. That's like my nut. Yeah, but it lives in the air for like ten minutes. So who knows? That guy could fucking blow a snot rocket on your pizza, and it still be alive by the time it comes to you. I don't know. Is this gonna even be able to survive into the hot months? Because today they were saying, 
I, I read an article on CNN, so I, I guess I'd there was a video attached. Fake so I'm news. A, well, I'm a, they included a video, so I'm assuming the audio is the same, but I'll have to watch it. Um, but basically, they were saying uh, that Donald Trump was quoted as saying that he wasn't quite as hopeful that it was going to be remedied soon. He's like, who knows, uh, July, maybe even August or later, that it, before life kind of goes back to normal, normal. Um, but fucking changing his tune now with CNN. He's, he's, he's a fucking cuck. He needs to stick to his gut. It's a fucking Democrat fucking lie. That's what I think. Hoax. Yeah, I I don't know, man. But whatever. It is what it is. Just everybody. Nobody's dying. They're all crisis actors, bro. Well, I was starting, you know, they're they're delaying everything. I, oh, I was saying I got my AirPods. So I, I, I wanted them just for this trip because I wanted to try them. I wanted to have like, because uh, they have really good noise cancellation for what they are. And I was going to take this flight and I just wanted a pair. I've been wanting it for a long time, but I couldn't justify spending. But I had built up uh, so many Best Buy like reward points that it almost paid for most of it. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll just pull the trigger. And uh, I just got them in the mail, but I have really nowhere to fly and use them. But uh kind of sucks. So now if there's no cord, how are they going to stop working after a couple months where you got to buy another pair? Well, they offer Apple Care on them. The speakers will go out, too. Well, that they offer Apple Care. That was the deal breaker, and that's what I asked. Like, I remember I was flirting with the, when they first came out the pros, like some months ago, uh, back in like November or something. The biggest flaw is you look like a fucking retard walking around with them in your ear. But you don't anymore. You kind of did it first when they weren't normal, but now you see them everywhere, and it's like it's kind of the norm now. It's become normalized. I meant you look like a mental nah. handicapper. Yeah, exactly. But when they first came out back in like November or something, I I went into an Apple store when I was at a mall. And I just asked about them. I, I wanted to demo them because I was interested. And I asked them. I said, these are fucking expensive. Like, now, my regular, like, the regular Apple Pot, you know, the wired ones, I'm like, those things, they Fuck. don't last. Well, they don't last. It's like, they'll, they could go out and start, like, crackling on me or whatever in six months. You know, I, I am really active. And, you know, th- you know, maybe I sweat or whatever. These are sweat They fall out of your ears super easy. Not if, it's funny because you, you kind of grow, uh, accustomed to them like i don't know if your ears kind of mold to them you gotta handicap your head to like not move so jerky i they never used to work for me i fuck when i switched to apple uh the the ear pods they were falling out of my ears too but then my ears just sort of grew accustomed to them i can't explain it but anyway they assured me yeah i bought apple care with it and so apple care is a good deal i'm like all right well if that's gonna protect me the apple care is like 29 extra bucks um, which kind of sucks, but 29 extra bucks and you get Apple care for two years. So if your fucking shit breaks, I think it only costs like $29 to get a new pair. So, I mean, it does cost. I already more. paid 29 for Apple care. You just give it to me free, bitch. Yeah. Uh, I, I know what you're saying, but we'll try them. I'm going to try them out. They're, we'll they're made to last literally two years and then they crap out. Oh, your Apple care doesn't cover you little fucking. Uh, to be fair. You get some more. To be fair, they'll be obsolete in two years. You know, there'll be something else. Exactly. Fucking, it's amazing. I wonder if they're going to, I wonder if Blumhouse is going to put out Candyman too. Say, fuck the theater. We're just going to do it straight to streaming. Hell yeah. They won't. Anything that hasn't debuted in the theater yet, they're just getting pushed off. You know, I think it's just, what's it called? Invisible Man has already been in theater. So they're like, fuck it. We're going to put it out early. Fuck boys. Because I'll see, I'll see the Candyman movie. I don't think it can be any more like subpar than the first the original so it's actually a sequel it's not even a fucking remake yeah i know which is which the first one which i'm totally open to so i don't think it's going to be worse 
All right. So what's going on right now, man, in the movie? Where are we at? She's fucking uh, hanging out with a guy that kind of resembles the guy from fucking Ghostbusters. Fucking wants to shut the Ghostbusters down. And he's taking a shower. Walter Peck. Hey, yeah, she just did that thing where you turn on the fucking sink and it's supposed to make the shower hot or cold. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, Maybe back in the day. I don't know what that comes down to. I don't know if that's having like a shitty water heater or whatever. I mean, but yeah, that seems like a thing of the past. You know, back in the old movies where what they would do is flush the toilet. Yeah, either or. Yeah, well, yeah, the sink, I think that would be like a, a longer process. I think it would take time. But yeah, you'd see people flush the toilet and they'd scream. That doesn't even do that anymore. I mean, I don't know if that's just uh, advancements. and Maybe it's just only in movies, too. It's like uh, how in movies when someone's masturbating, they always got fucking uh, lotion. Do you ever actually use lotion? That's just too messy. You just fucking, you just, you Raw go dog it. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, that, and that's weird, too, because, uh, yeah, that's actually a good point. I was actually thinking about that recently. The only time I ever actually used lotion was when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. I only knew how to do it because of movies. Yeah, no, exactly, and that's what I was going to say, too. Uh, pretty much, I haven't used lotion since I discovered masturbation. Exactly. <laughs> I was, like, all about it when I was, like, 11 or 12 or whatever, and then, and yeah, I guess it felt good and it tickled, but I, I, I can't do it anymore. It felt just- too good. It fucking made it unrealistic. You, you're not going to last in a real vagina. Fucking, well, you'll you'll be overlasting. Like, that'll fucking make you immune to a vagina. It's, it feels too good. It's all tickly. It makes your ass cheeks tremble and shit. Throw the tickle. <laughs> Another thing, too, I outgrew. Uh, I can't, when you were a kid, the, where you jack off is in the shower because that's where you're in a family home at that point and you have no privacy, so you get privacy in the bathroom. Uh, so I would do it in the shower and I can't jack off in the shower, man. I just can't. I can't even do it. I never could. I can get hard in the shower, but I can't jack off in the shower. I don't know if it's just too much. It's too watery. It's too moist. Oh, too here's a moisture. fun fact. Remember, remember whenever we uh we we met up at that fuck we we did the convention and we stayed in the fucking hotel. Uh-oh. Whenever I went, oh, I'm scared. Whenever I went uh, back early because I was sick, no. I jacked off in the fucking uh shower. Why'd you do that? I didn't. I did. I just thought it'd be funny if I said that because I I usually do whatever I stay at a hotel. I usually try to because you just get, you gotta you gotta get it out. That's a bit of an outlier. The hotel to the to the the code the etiquette. Now I've always had the rule of you never jerk off in a friend's shower. So if you're staying the night at a, at a buddy's house or whatever, or they're holding you up or whatever, you don't jerk off in their fucking shower. That's just disrespectful. Um, and I follow that rule as well. I, I, my friend, th- that friend that got caught jacking off in family video said he jacks off every time he, he leaves that. He, he did it in my house like three times since he was there. It's his way of marking territory and it's fucking disrespectful. Exactly. Well, I, so I've never thought about it in, in terms of a hotel room that you're sharing with friends, but I would say the same rules apply. Mm-hmm. That's growth, dude. I would freak the fuck out if I stepped in some spunk. Oh, look at that. Oh, poor guy. Now, apparently there was a scene, I don't know if it was right there or later on in the movie, when he tries to do it with uh, a fucking baboon and a cat, and it makes like a cat-baboon hybrid. Yeah, I think it was later. And uh, he uh, it comes out fucked up, and he, he kills it with like a hammer or something. And they had to cut that out of the movie because it made everybody like not care. Like it made him instantly unlikable, they said. Yeah. Like, like they couldn't sympathize with him anymore. Is that footage available anywhere? I don't know. Never seen it. I would just like to see the hybrid. I just want to see what the creature looks like. 
Yeah, that's what sucks. They, you got to cut out some of the effects. The guy that did the effects for this movie, same guy that did Gremlins too, and he did them like months in, like within a, like two months after Gremlins two, he did this movie. Mm. And he only took the project because he's like, uh, they offered it to him. And he's like, that's not nearly enough time to do it. I'll do it, just because I I want a fucking challenge. Okay. He thought his he's, fucking shit didn't stink. I think. Well, people were good under pressure too. Exactly. Um, uh, I got a pee pee. I'm gonna go do a pee real quick. I'll be right back. Alrighty. I'm gonna pee in the sink. It won't take long. <laughs> I've never seen the original Fly. I'll have to ask Zach if he did. Uh, the Vincent Price original. Um, I've seen it spoofed. I've seen clips. Um, you know, I, I get I, I get the general gist of it, but I've never watched it. Um, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's a good actor. I mean, people seem to really like him a lot. He's really likable in interviews. Um, I guess this might be his, probably his best movie. People talk about Jurassic Park all the time. I think Jurassic Park's a bit overrated. It was fucking amazing when it came out. Um, every kid loved it. If you didn't like Jurassic Park when you were my age in 1993, if you're like six years old, seven years old, actually, you, you're weird. But um, I can't think of any other Jeff Goldblum movies I like or that are notable. Earth Women Are Easy. It's not a very good movie. Uh, what else? Holy Man with Eddie Murphy. I never saw it, but it looked like shit. What else is he in? Thor Ragnarok? That's too That's too new. Never really cared for Gina. How many good movies does Gina Davis have? She gets a pass because she was in Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice is one of the most special movies of all time. It's just one of the most feel-good flicks of all time. So, uh, what, else, what else has she been in? That's really notable. I did a pee in the sink. Hey, what do you what 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 has Jeff Goldblum been in that you can say you actually really like? Sans uh, Jurassic Park in this. Um, was it Earth Girls are easy. He's not a good. Come on, that's not a good we, movie. I like that movie. All right. Okay. Well, stand I have fun corrected. with that movie. So what else? I've seen it like two times, but yeah, I remember uh, thinking it was G- Gina Davis is in that too, right? Hell yes. I was saying uh, while you were gone. See, like, I thought like they should have came down and fucked the shit out of Gene Davis in a fucking big orgy scene. With those fucking hairy fucking uh, aliens. That'd be donk. But what else? Like, what's his claim? Jurassic Park's his real claim was he to fame. In, uh, he was in Death Wish 1 or 2. I think it was 2. Yeah, he was in one of the... Oh, he's in the first one. He's one of the thugs that rapes the... Hell yeah. The home invaders, yeah. You That's right. You get with our, our boy Jeff Goldblum. He's you're gonna fucking do some fucking uh, sex shit. He's gonna pretend like he's that character. He's gonna fucking throw you down on the couch and fuck shit out of you. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that. Fuck your bowel movement loose. He's. Uh, it reminds me of what's it called? Jim Carrey's got a very similar thug role in the Deadpool, right? The uh, what's it fucking called? I came talk. Make my day. Yeah, Clint Eastwood. Dirty Harry. Dirty hair. No, it's Deadpool, but oh. Deadpool, the Deadpool. I thought you meant the fucking Ryan Reynolds movie. No, God. That movie's a bit overrated, too. I never saw the second one of those. Did you watch Deadpool? Uh-oh. Yeah, I, it's it's whatever. It's not. Everybody was... Oh, she's sucking his nip. I know. It's fucking weird, man. You ever have a girl suck your nip? Hell yeah. No. Her fucking chin and her nose kind of look like a uh, a telephone, the landline telephones. I just want to put uh, my fucking ear up to it. Okay. 
What's going? Yeah, I know. I just ignore that comment. What's? <laughs> we tried to ask Mac if he wanted to join. He's like, I'm working, and I know he's posting a lot about work, and he's posting a lot about the quarantine shit. You know what that means? It means he's looking at pictures of starving African kids and writing names on them. Yeah. Well, I don't know what constitutes work for Mac anymore. Does that mean he's making Michael Myers porn movies work, or is he working like Hell his day yes. job? That fucking dog shit. Oh yeah, you watched that. I saw that in the thread. You were you were saying you watched yeah, it. Yeah, he sent a video. He sent two videos. He sent the fucking uh, scene of him saying, "Oh, I'm gonna come." Uh, I'm like, "Why'd you send me this?" And then he sent me like a <laughs> blooper one where where she stands up. You see his wee wee. It's hard. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh no, why'd I come so quick?" Uh, was yeah. that serious? Was that supposed to be a joke though? That was a blooper. Yeah. Did he really come? He come to did, yeah. He really came quick, so he probably- You could see the pile of it on his fucking uh, Michael Myers pants. His overalls. Oh, dude, that's fucking weird. Now, is do you not find it odd watching your relative, your cousin fucking uh, spooge and jerk off or like ejaculate on a woman or whatever he's doing? Is that not weird to you? Not really. Why? That should be. It wasn't. But why is that not weird? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if I saw a clip of a, a just a guy I don't know and a girl having sex, whatever, that's just porn, I guess. Um, but if it was a video of my brother or something, it'd only be weird if it was like uh, a family member that you barely ever see. Like, oh, that's cousin Ronnie. We see him, uh, you know, family reunions. He was just always there. See, you you are ass backwards from my thinking uh, because I feel like it's the, I feel like it's the opposite. Um, so by that logic. Uh, what if it was your dad? What if it was like a close-up uh, fucking porn of your dad? Hell yeah, I'd fucking watch the shit out of that. I want to see how my dad fucks. Yeah, okay, so that's weird, though. Uh, how big is uh, Max dick? Be straight. I don't fucking know. You said you saw his winky. Hard. Yeah, but uh, you can't, like, you'd have to have, like, a fucking little thing, a chapstick next to it, so you can, you have some sense of size. <laughs> Scale. Yeah. I think you could guesstimate. Did it, was he shaved or do you have a big old bush? It's too dark to see. Oh, okay, it's too dark. To I, see. I looked. I want to see if he had any cool fucking design shaved into his pew. How'd you see the jism then if it was so dark? Because there's a big white pile. What what kind of a uh, porn is this that they're actually monetizing that has shitty lighting? That's fucking the, the you know point of view fucking amateur porn for you. People like it. Oh, it was point of view like he was holding the camera. They didn't set up a camera. No, that one wasn't. But uh, a lot of them are. Okay, yeah, I know that. Okay, well, interesting. I'll never watch it, but <laughs> oh, it's fucking donk, dude. I can't believe that's... you don't want to see how fucking fat his nuts are. No, I fuck. I can't believe you're no it's a great big pile. I can't believe you're so nonchalant about it. <laughs> Just watch it, was it. Fucking, it was fucking weird. I'm just playing. Yeah, it was weird. I, I, I was just like, oh, yeah, that's fucking weird. I, I ended up taking the audio and putting it at the end of our last episode. I reversed it, though. Oh, you did? He's like, oh, I came so quick. Can you? Oh, man, you should you should put it unreversed at the end of this one. He, he, I'll put the other one of him moaning and saying he's going to come. <laughs> I don't know if we get away with that, though. We probably wouldn't. Dude, Mac never. Uh. Just do I, why we say come all the time? Yeah, but it, there, that's that's part of the TOS of YouTube. You can't have uh, pornographic stuff. Uh, so if it's audio, they probably still count it. 
But 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 you say shit all the time. That's like, oh, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. How's that any different than putting like a clip of Max saying, "Oh, I came too quick." How's that really different? Well, that that one's fine. I'm talking about the one where he's moaning and saying, "I'm gonna come." Okay, that makes that makes sense. And she's saying, "Do it to me, Daddy." Oh my god. Now, we talked about that'd be dank if he made a sequel where it was fucking Jason and like, oh, she plays Jason's mom. She's like, oh, give me some, Jason. Give me some of your cummies. That'd be dog. Who's the, is the girl, that one chick he tried sending pictures to us and you're like, yeah, real cool, like fucking sending private pictures to us. That's real, real, real. No, different person. Okay. That's funny. All right. Well, what was the chick attractive? I don't fucking know. It's too dark. Yeah, and I, I, you're only seeing it from the back. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, so so it, so is is it like that? It's a POV where Max holding the camera and he's tagging it from behind. No, it's it's laying. It's like just it's really bad. It's shot really terribly. They probably shot it with their phone. It said like the camera's just set up on a dresser or something. So you just see his legs and then her just bouncing up and down legs. Yeah, I. It's not you like you can get the multi multi cam action going, and you could totally do that if they just use both their iPhones and put them up. Oh yeah, I don't know. It sounds like their heart wasn't really in it. Uh, it's not. It's not like Mac has any identifiable tattoos at all. That won't exactly. come back and haunt him. Exactly. Now he has. Now he has a face tattoo. He's a fucking living meme now. I thought he was joking when he said he was going to get a face tattoo for his birthday. Fucking moist calzone. That's his new rap name. <laughs> All right, uh, dog. I don't know, man. I think uh, I think he'll probably rethink that one later on down the road. But who knows? He's Mac. I hope he doesn't, dude. That's funny. Okay, so but back to the the terms and conditions and stuff. So I think you should put the unreversed version of him saying, "Oh, I came too quick." At the end, I think it'd be fucking funny. Hell yeah! I I don't want to watch it. I'd love to hear that blooper though. I don't want to fucking watch it. You want to hear him coming is what you want. No, I don't want to hear that either. I want to hear the, oh, I came too quick because I think it would be funny. I remember one time uh, me and Mac were talking about uh, hearing our parents having sex like as kids. Oh, and I gross. was I was asking him questions. I was like, fucking uh, like, yeah, what'd you what'd you do? Like uh, uh, he's talking about the first time he was talking about like, oh, yeah, but our uncle used to live with us. And I heard them fucking one time. And then I heard my mom and dad fucking. And uh, he's, I'm like, oh, what'd you do? What'd you like? Uh, he's like, stop asking me fucking questions. That's weird. Do you want to know what fucking noises she made too? It's your fucking aunt. <laughs> he's got a point. It was donk. I want to know what kind of noises his dad was making. Oh, isn't that really weird? I mean, like I said, I, I've seen porn. I'm not a big proponent. I'm not a big fan of it. I just, I don't do that. Fuck it. Stop with your moral shit. We know. You don't got to tell us every time. But but I remember, uh, I, you know, there was those porns you'd find where it's like really off-putting, where the guy's like louder than the girl. And it's like, this is fucking awkward. Where the guy's just like. That's fucking, that's dank. You know what I'm talking about, though? Where he's just like dominating the situation. See, it's funny because they always try to sound really manly. I'm going to make the fucking whiniest noises every time I come. I don't know. I'll be dog. <laughs> you sound like Damon Wayans when he's like the feminine guy. Uh, when he gets slapped, you know, and he falls to the bed. Hell yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think you should put that at the end of this. It could be our version on this show of the, we're going to eat like kings, like you guys have on your you know, fucking. We don't have that like, anymore. It's always just a reverse sound clip of something that people have to reverse to know what it is. Oh, I gotcha. 
How can they're not? You're not making it easy to reverse on on a YouTuber. I they got to try. They got to do it. Fucking, I can't do everything for them. So they would have to export the file. They'd have to download the fi- audio file. They'd have to put it into an editing program. And I, I'm, I'm assuming you could reverse the file on an editing program. They'd have to mm-hmm. really go. The, I don't know. I'd, it'd have to be some meaty content for someone to go to that trouble. I don't give a fuck. You could also get a uh, fucking. Uh, apps on your phone to reverse things oh, okay did you know originally this project was going to be uh directed by tim burton no but i can see that i don't i don't imagine his version would have been as grotesque oh fuck it the entire the entire fly effects would have been stop motion like beetlejuice fuck it would have been danny devito naked playing the fly now is that when Michael Keaton was kind of attached, or they wanted him, or that's totally unrelated? Well, he hadn't worked with Michael Keaton at that point. Mm. He didn't work with Michael Keaton until '88. Beetlejuice. Would you Michael his Keaton? Probably. I, I I'm a big fan of Michael Keaton. You know, I think he makes everything better. And Michael Keaton was actually offered a role on The Witcher season two, and he de- he declined. He turned it down. Why? Well, they've come after. Well, I think The Witcher is the biggest Netflix show like ever. It's it was really popular, and they they came at a lot of a listers to come on board the second season. And there was two people. There was uh gosh, I don't know if it was Michael Keaton was one, and another one was a big a lister too. I don't know if it was like a Josh Brolin type or if it was like a, but it was somebody or like a uh, Russell Crowe type. But it was somebody like that and Michael Keaton, and they were they they just announced in an article or whatever that they had declined, uh, but they'll have somebody else join. Uh, but that would have made me, well, I just can't, I can't envision Michael Keaton in a middle earth type setting. It's kind of weird. That but, fucking monkey. Would you hang out with that monkey? Uh, I'd hang out with that monkey over monkey shines. Fuck monkey shines. I'll oh, see. That would have been even scarier. If that was the monkey and monkey shine, those things, look, his fur makes him look blurry. Like the camera's out of focus. It's like, uh, you ever think maybe that's why we never gotten a good look at Bigfoot? Maybe he just looks blurry. It's not the fucking uh, cinematographer or picture taker's fault. Well, I mean, he also might not exist. Do you believe in Bigfoot, to be to be totally honest? Of course I don't. I'm just making a fucking joke. Okay. <laughs> he just looks blurry. That's funny. Obviously, you didn't think it was funny as it is, because you're a beta and didn't laugh at my joke. I'm trying to think. You know, I always laugh at your bad jokes. I always give you a courtesy laugh. When are we going to continue monkey exploitation? I don't know. See, I this mean, might be when he killed the... Uh, but it's not here anymore. Where did he get... You know what? We fucked up and we didn't do the sequel to this movie first. Oh, with... Uh, what's his face? Mask. Isn't that... Fuck Eric it, Stoltz? Yeah, Eric Stoltz. And uh, fucking Daphne. That fucking hot chick from Spaceballs. My, my mom... Like when I when I was little, because um, I really like movies, and she would buy me like a VHS or something for my birthday. I'd always get like a VHS or something, and she got me Fly Two, and I was like, Mom, I, I, it was the Fly I liked. Yeah, I remember the first time I watched the Fly, I couldn't finish it because at the beginning, they fucking try it out on a dog, and and like it gets all fucked up, and it shows them like all sad and shit. I was like, I can't watch this. Yeah, isn't that funny? People people are a little less sensitive to animal violence on a movie than they are people violence. Exactly. That's ex- that's why people were pissed that he killed the fucking monkey uh, cat hybrid. But it's just as fake. It's not yeah. real animal cruelty. Just like it's not. Just I mean, you wouldn't endorse a snuff film where someone's really murdering. Maybe you would, but you know what I mean. It's it's the same principle. But I mean, we 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 did fucking Campbell Holocaust on this show. I like that movie. 
Oh, and that one had real shit, yeah. No dog in it, though. No dog. That, that would have been too far. You got a dog recently, didn't you? I did. I just got a dog, man, and uh, he's a good boy, if I ever, oh, if yeah. I ever saw one. You uh, ever jack off his little red rocket? <laughs> dude, fuck you. Dude, you're talking about my son. That was your original name, by the way. Red I know, rocket. I know. Well, he's he's a baby. Uh, he's always well, two months old, and he's a Shih Tzu. Uh, he's he's a blondie, but Shih Tzus tend to have their color change, you know, over time. And but mm-hmm. hopefully he doesn't. But I don't know. I never thought of myself as necessarily a dog person. But I was always in between. Like I didn't hate dogs, but I just never thought I needed to own one myself. We had dogs growing up, but anyway, I got this dog, and I'm like, you know what? I, I think what it is is I don't like unruly dogs. <laughs> dogs that are just wild and they just claw all over you. They can't control themselves. They're not trained well. I just have no patience for it. This dog is training really easy. Those Michael Vick dogs. Yeah, them Michael Vick dogs. These, uh, well, dude, okay, you remember the the guy that we prank called? Which, by the way, we got to air that sometime. Remember the friend? Hell yeah. Okay, we got we to gotta air that, man. Um, and I don't know, maybe just like blur out any names. Like if they say names in there, I don't remember if they do. But um, that guy, a friend of mine. Last time I went over to his house, I don't remember when it was. It was some months back. He's got one of those dogs, and it's just a scrappy dog that I've known him for five years now, and it doesn't matter how many times I go over there. He treats me like I'm public enemy number one. He wants to tear my ass, and he never. He literally tries to tear flesh out of me. Anyway, he got my ass this time. He jumped up behind me, and he took a chunk out of my ass, and this dog was literally hanging onto my ass with his tink, teeth sank in. To my beefy ass. And I'm shaking, I'm shaking, I'm shaking. I'm like a fucking turtle head in my ass. And he won't get out. And his owner had to pull him out. And he ripped a hole in my shorts just like fucking right out of the movies, man. And so dogs like that I can't stand. And them, their story was he was a rescue dog, right? He was very wild. He was never uh, domesticated. And I'm like, I I think it's too late for this dog. Because it's like he's just out of fucking control and he's known me five years and he literally took a chunk out of my ass. I was bleeding and everything. Did you have a steak in your back pocket? That could explain it. I Yeah, that would explain it, but no. I, I, uh, I always have steak in my back pocket. You never know. I told him. I was like, dude, you you're better be glad it was me that he bit because if it's anybody else, man, they're going to put that fucking dog to sleep and they're going to sue your ass. If it's anybody else, they might fucking uh, prank call you and freak the fuck out of you one day. Yeah, well, maybe it was karma because we prank called him first. <laughs> exactly. I don't know, but we got to air that sometime, man. That's so funny. We do. I feel less bad about it now. Enough time has passed, and I and I admit I came clean, you know. Hell yeah. And I don't think his girlfriend's mad anymore, so it's all good. They weren't mad anymore after they cleaned up the gum on the floor either. <laughs> but anyway, th- this dog, uh, I named him Ozzy. Uh, full name, I guess, would have to be. You should have named him Bullshit. Yeah, bull, well, he's not a bulldog mix with a Shih Tzu. He's just a, he's a purebred Shih Tzu. I don't think that's possible. I think the the bulldog would just fucking snap his neck if the, if you ever try to get him to fuck. It would tear. Maybe not a French bulldog. They're kind of small. <laughs> French bulldogs are cute, but anyway, this dog's real real easy. He's been real easy to train. I've only had him like, uh, mm, I guess. Have I had him a week? Maybe, I think it's a week. And uh, a week and one day. And he's already going to bathroom outside. He's already trained. Uh, Goldblum's ha- like Obama with that fucking fly killing action. Remember that when Obama grabbed a fly or something? No, I don't. He's fucking, uh, he's fucking, he's a fly guy. 
He, he was in the pods with uh, Jeff Goldblum. He's been real quiet. Obama, right? During all this. Like, he's just literally, I'm retired. I'm done. I'm not the president anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's retarded. Is it the middle or physical? Yeah. Can you I think of that every time someone says retired? I don't. The connection with uh, Barack Obama it reminds me of Joe Biden. Can you can you believe that they're probably really going to put Joe Biden <laughs> in that spot? Hell yes, he's fucking. He's he's leaps and bounds. Fucking. He's 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 mentally stable. Isn't that odd though? Like, you see that thing where uh, they were doing like a pandemic thing. He was talking about like, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. When, when I get in there, uh, I can fix this. But you know, I won't be in there for another two years or or one year. And then he just starts looking at his phone and he just walks off set and they end <laughs> the broadcast. Is is amazing. I just don't understand the, the 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 left's thinking when it comes to that. Like, I get it. They really don't want someone like Bernie Sanders in office. But do they really? Dude, what's his face? Uh, crazy fucking Biden can't beat Donald Trump. They're basically conceding by putting him in the, in, in that spot. Yeah, the, the fucking, the, the, I don't get it. The, the, it's all the old people. They like uh, Biden. Okay, it's weird. They love the Bidens. Oh, you know what I was going to say earlier? Uh, not to make this about the fucking Corona shit and all political, but one thing, too, I was saying, I meant to say it. Um this it's changing every day. Like I, I don't feel like they're getting information out fast enough on one hand, but I also get that this somewhat came out of nowhere and it's just, they probably can't keep up with it. But so all this shit that's closing down, I'm trying to figure out what are they going to do about the people that can't go to work? So I know that they declared it a national emergency. Yang bucks. So they declared it a national emergency. Therefore they can dip into the national emergency fund. Now, I think they said it was like 55, somewhere between 55 to $60 billion. Now, they usually dip in that fund when there's a natural disaster. You know, there's devastation, hurricanes, and fucking tornadoes. Okay, that makes sense where you can imagine the money might go. So we don't have physical damage. We don't have people's homes destroyed and people you have to put up in shelters. We just have people staying in their homes that have to stay home from work because they're closing down shit. Now, are they going to use that money to maybe compensate people? Like Donald Trump, a few days ago, he made kind of a remark about it but it's been real vague since uh i know i know how are we gonna pay for that no look <laughs> oh look i know they're they were they're kicking around a bill they're trying to get a bill passed that will um cover people that are affected by the coronavirus right if you get sick um like it'll pay them like whatever so they don't have to necessarily rely on any sick pay from a job okay that's good uh and medical care that's good but what about just all these people that work hourly jobs in these types of businesses that were shut down, right? Exactly. So I get it. Um, it's devastating to the person that lives probably paycheck to paycheck at that point already. But it's I get it's also devastating to the, whoever employs them who might be like a local business for all we know. So it's devastating all around. And this is how recessions start. But is that not what we can dip into the emergency fund for? Right. That's exactly what we could do, but, but uh, I don't think he will. It's just super vague. It's I, I mean, maybe there's more to it than I think, but I, I wish they would explain to us. Uh, like, for example, um, obviously, there's all everybody, maybe because it's not a nationwide thing yet. It's just like by state and city. But it's, it's he could he could have done that instead of giving like five billion dollars to the stock market recently, which it, it was blown really fast, like my nut. <laughs> 
Well, for example, like my my lady, my girlfriend works for Montessori schools. She's a, a early childhood educator and stuff like that. Okay, they're already underpaid as it is, right? Um, and they announced literally a couple of days ago, hey, uh, no work this week. We're shutting down temporarily because of coronavirus, right? It's, it makes sense, young kids and all that stuff. Um, and it was pending on what they were going to do about like pay. And so, and then it came out, uh, basically she got an email or text last night that said, oh yeah, um, yeah, you guys aren't getting paid. And, uh, I mean, if you have any sick time, you can use that. <laughs> All right. And, uh, also we're now closed indefinitely. There's no week. So now it went from, fuck, I have a week. I, I can't get where that sucks. Now it's like, I imagine it's going to be at least two weeks. I don't think it's going to be a crazy amount of time, but it's going to be at least like a quarantine period. And what, what are people like that? Not even just, I mean, we'll be fine, but like, but other people, I have to imagine they have to address this. Like, what are so many people? This is like the lower and the middle class that are going to suffer from like that. And they have to do something about it. And like I said, the businesses might uh, be at the loss too, but if they can figure out how to get that money to people or tap into that fund to, to be able to pay people, it would be easy. It would be no different than your employer filling out unemployment, right? Just give give them some kind of form or something they have to, re- to register to 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 verify. Yeah, we had to close our doors because we're this type of business. Please pay these people. Like give them unemployment. I just don't know how they're just not communicating how what's going to happen. And I already know there's got to be people that are like fucking sweating bullets. Because I mean, whether Donald Trump or whoever thinks or not, not everybody has a savings account or has money in their savings account and not everybody gets sick pay uh, or there's a statistic uh, that like, like fucking like 80 or 90% of Americans don't even have enough money to afford like a $3,000 like medical bill, like just out of nowhere or something like that. Oh yeah. It's like, up. well, just like, do you have that money on standby? Do you have X amount of dollars? Like if a, I think in a standard financial like tool like uh, <laughs> and test, like I know my job, I work at a bank, so they make us do these like financial readiness tests and whatever. And they ask you all these questions, but the question they always ask is, so uh, if a small emergency came up, let's say five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars, would you be able to uh, would you be able to to fund that emergency without putting it on a credit card, dude? I I guarantee there's a lot of people that wouldn't be able to do that. I would even wager most people couldn't. Most people, most people don't have a thousand dollars in their savings account. And when I say that, I mean, I'm assuming that means the person has zero credit card debt, zero thing, you know, and they got, they got to pay all their bills for the month and they have to have something in savings. I just don't, I just don't know. Uh, Mitt Romney actually recently said like, oh yeah, we should give everybody a thousand dollars. And that's the guy that got caught on a recording saying like fifty percent of Americans are a fucking piece of shit saying that. I and I don't I don't know, man. I hear I'm hearing a bunch of shit all over the place, but nobody's being super clear about it. Well, hey, I, I only said that because I wanted to lead into a joke. Okay, remember that uh, documentary Netflix made called? Uh, it was about Mitt Romney, and uh, like it was on Netflix. It still is. Mm-hmm. It, it was I forgot what it's called. Uh, I always thought they should have called it. You don't know shit about Mitt. I'd have been dog. Yeah, it would have. You should uh, you should write for him. I should petition. Say fucking re-release it with a different name. Yeah, but who knows what they're going to do. I think uh, in, in that vague press conference, Donald Trump had said something about, I think we need to do some sort of 
like a, a stimulus or some kind of tax rebate or s- something or or uh gang bucks or get rid of something to do with the taxes people pay on their wages when they start making money like some kind of relief tax relief and i don't nothing's ever come from that i mean obviously people have to pass that shit and then somebody on the democratic side something to the effect of oh that wouldn't work we can't do something like that because i mean the president always his answer to everything is tax breaks and i'm like yeah but i mean to be fair see that tax breaks for the rich though not for everybody see you give tax breaks to everybody it'd be fine like that would help no well but i'm saying in this case though just somebody wants to hear something and, and, and it wouldn't be for everybody i'm talking for the people that have to stay home like i wouldn't get it i, I i'm lucky enough to work a job i can work from home and so it's gonna be bau for me so i so that's fine but the only people that are an impact are hourly people. Just fucking mm-hmm. make, and even if they don't make a hundred percent what they make, just I mean, even if they just said, "Look, we're going to give you guys minimum wage at least for forty hours a week, minimum wage worth." Dude, that's something. Just something. It's fucking bullshit. But maybe they have oh, something in the yeah. pipeline. I don't know. If it goes on long enough, they'll have to do something. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I, I that's what I'm. Th- I think the news and the updates are coming faster than they can really come up with a plan because it was literally just a couple of days ago where they announced, "Yeah, fucking close the borders," and we're like, "What the fuck?" And then then it was like the next day, "Yeah, it's a national emergency." Like, what the hell's going on? And then it's like, now the next day everybody's closing down the bars and entertainment district. And then it was like, okay, schools are going to close for a week. I could see at that point, like, okay, a week, a quarantine period. We probably don't have to work on it. Maybe at a week, they can almost justify, you better have your sick pay saved up. But, you know, public schools, they're clo- they're finishing. They're closing early. Like, they're closing two months early. Public schools. Hell yeah. So what are the- dude looks like bootleg Robert Zadar, but, like, they, they deflated his chin. Yeah, he does. And they got butt on tap. Like, you could get that fucking dank-ass weed on tap fucking just tap it right into my mouth yeah he does look fucking weird he's got a beast on his face he's not robert oh, yeah. Z- he's not robert zadar freaky yeah that she- guy like take that guy and just put all the bulk in his chin and he's robert zadar yeah that one chick at the bar there looks like lauren holly oh yeah so he looks okay now yeah he looks a little better now he looks like brutus the barber beefcake or something uh i don't know why though with jeff goldblum in that black leather jacket and that haircut He's giving me some Michael Jackson bad vibes. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, he's gonna fucking he's gonna tell you once again who's bad. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man. Uh, but I I want to stop talking about the coronavirus thing. It's just been on my mind. I don't know. Like, I, what public we school- caused it with this fucking thing we're doing? Public school educators. Oh, he's got jizz in his hand. He jizz hand him. That's the best fucking thing to do when you're when you're doing this. You fucking jack off in your hand before, and then they get a fucking surprise when you do it. Oh, oh, I forgot that happened. He wins. <laughs> what, you weren't expecting it? You ever load beer somebody, you just jack off in your fucking fist and then throw it in their beard? Oh, no. They'll get pissed. Yeah, I bet. I've done it. No, I haven't. That's assault. Oh, I thought that was a guy wearing a KKK hood in that crowd. <laughs> back there. You, see that little, you see that little thing back there? Like, it looks like he's wearing a hat. I saw a, a fucking pointy thing. Yeah, he's wearing a pointy, like, hat. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's blurry yeah. on the file. It's a dunce cap. <laughs> but it's blurry, so it kind of looked like a. That's all the KKK wore. They just put a sheet over it. it really? Probably. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think they were trying to scare us, make us think they're a ghost. Oh, I, I saw this uh, conspiracy theory. That, dude, the conspiracy theorists are running amok now. Like, coronavirus has given those people to just full ammo to be extra batshit crazy. I mean, I'm not even going to mention Michael Bauer, but I read this one article. What's her name? It is so fucking crazy. And I, it, it, I always think um, conspiracy theorists, the theory in general of what they're talking about, like, could technically be real. They just take it too far towards like, um, here, I'm going to find it. I'm gonna, who is this person? Yeah, it's always possible somebody's lying to us. But like, there's some people that it's like, everything's a conspiracy. Fucking Alex Jones. I remember there's a there's a quote. Uh, I forget who said it. But basically, people who, who gravitate towards conspiracy theories are people who find the conspiracy theory like that. Like, whatever the, the explanation for that is, they find that more comforting than the other alternative so it's more comforting to think like oh yeah it's just people acting uh it's just actors being hired than oh somebody could just buy a gun take it into a, a kindergarten and shoot up a bunch of kids that's uh, that doesn't make you feel good so i choose to not believe it all right so there's this uh me too type person this uh person online her name is sarah ruth ashcroft and she's making these allegations so this is she. She posts a picture of her at thirteen. She goes, "This is me at thirteen, the age I was when Tom Hanks purchased me for my father for sex as a dissociated mind controlled doll." And this is Tom she, she, Hanks. By, by the way, yeah. Hold on. I wonder how much he paid. I wonder how much money my father made for breaking my mind and selling my child body throughout my life. Will I ever know? And then she went on to uh, continue. Hold on. She, I know. Hold on. It's, we're, we're talking about her like she's crazy. She had proof. She had fucking definitive proof. She had a picture of her at, at that age. Yeah. Anyway. There you she, go. And she says, and let us not forget that none of them are suing me for defamation, libel, or slander. Fascinating. We can add Disney, University of Michigan, and the Catholic Church to the list. And here's her list. Here's a uh, people who are not suing me because I'm telling the truth so they can't. I don't think that's I'm how not. I don't think that's how I'm not it, suing her. So, you know, she's telling the truth. I don't know. If, so he goes, this is the people, her list of people that can't sue her that aren't suing her because she's telling the truth. My family, the Roper school, Tom Hanks, Hillary Clinton, Jonathan Freeman, the voice of Jafar. She puts in parentheses. Okay. <sighs> Craig Hilborn, John Conyers, uh, Michigan Democratic Party. <laughs> the whole Democratic Party in Michigan uh, and Frago men. I don't know what Frago men is. She says none of them want to go on legal record with me. She must be an actor. She, she, oh, yeah. I mean, why would you why would you sit there and, and dime out Jonathan Freeman, the guy who voiced Jafar? If you weren't an actor, it seems awfully random. Um, and it reminded me of that episode of Beavis and Butthead where uh, they they hired the, the lawyer to like uh, he's like they hired the whole lawyer because there's a girl in school that's giving them boners. So she's uh, sexually, uh, you know, harassing them. And he's like, this is terrible. We're going to sue the school. We're going to sue the teacher. We're going to sue her family. And uh, yeah, every time uh, somebody's talking about suing somebody, I always, I always bring up that uh, we're going to sue her. We're going to sue the state. Uh, it just reminded me of that. There's a weird line there. I mean, because essentially that is why they have dress code for like young girls. That's mainly because you're around adolescent boys that, you know, come on, man. We had to walk around. We had to go to the front of the class and give a speech. And we had to hold our textbook in front of our boners. You know, I never had that problem. Really? I had a boner. My my pants always fucking covered it pretty nice. Oh, that's a problem. It's a personal problem. My, my jeans were always really baggy and fucking like, yeah, the, the cock section of my jeans were always hard. 
Uh, okay. Like, your dick had to be standing up straight. Well, obviously, jeans were the way to go. They offer the most protection. But let me tell you, if you were a 90s kid like myself, you wore fucking track suits at one time or another. And track suits were your fucking enemy. You know those swishy pants? Your mom ever buy you the Never swishy pants? Those. They were big, man. Swishy pants and even the swishy jacket. You know, Mighty Duck swishy pants, whatever. Not Air Jordan swishy pants. But yeah, dude, you fucking get a boner. The wind picks up. You're done for. You ain't hiding that thing. Uh, and of course, guys to this day still do the, if you're sitting on a couch trick, you put a you put a throw pillow over your dick. You know, just kind of. The only time it ever happens is if you're running or something. Like, I remember, like, if I get on a treadmill and I get a boner, I got to put my hands in my pockets. Hold my dick down. Why do you, why? Why do you get a boner on a treadmill? Why do you get a boner? Why you get a boner on a treadmill? Maybe you see a hot chick. Okay, interesting. Um, Why wouldn't you? I know, but like, I usually if I'm running, my um, my focus is a million other places. Like, I can't get a boner because you know I'm exer- I don't know because I guess because the cardio aspect of it, I'm sweating, my my body's working. I don't know. I just I just don't go to boner territory. Um, but anyway, hey, look this look at this one guy. Where I don't even know where this shit even comes from. This one guy on uh, Instagram, <laughs> he says. This morning at 4.30 a.m., Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was served a criminal indictment by the U.S. for corporate and financial crimes. Media owners were instructed to brainwash everyone that Trudeau and his wife have the coronavirus and that they won't be leaving their house for a while. Uh, while Tom Hanks was arrested 48 hours ago for pedophilia, and he is currently being kept in a hotel room in Australia, refusing to fly back to the USA. The next celebrity arrest will be Celine Dion, Madonna, Charles Barkley, and Kevin Spacey. Uh, all will claim coronavirus infections. Italy's airports have been completely shut down as over 80 Vatican and financial officials have been served the same criminal indictments for financial crime. Huh? Celine Dion's a rapist? By the way, hashtag the Great Awakening. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Get woke. See, that, that, that's the thing. Uh, it's weird how language changes. Because, yeah, like just like three or four years ago, Get Woke... Or like, oh, I'm woke. That meant like you believed fucking the, you know, the moon landing was fake or fucking Sandy Hook didn't happen. No, I mean, something different. Fucking weird. Yeah, I mean. Now it means you like, you like uh, fucking, you talk about women and uh, like all that shit. Did his fucking finger just come? Yeah, that was weird. It did kind of shoot a bit of, bit of uh, a little rope. Oh, yeah. See, that's a fucking nice uh, trick to have. You could impregnate a chick when you're just fingering her. That'd be donk. Uh, she wouldn't even know it's yours because you never. I never put my my wee wee in there. Yeah, I think this. I, I think fingernail shit is gross. Like when you see, oh, like this to me is pretty gnarly. Watch fingernails peel. That fucking show. That show. Uh, uh yeah. fucking my feet are killing me. Uh huh. They fucking tear off fingernails all the time. Dude, it's it's brutal. I, I just don't. And that was, you know, in theory, it's a pretty simple effect to do. It's really not much, obviously. But uh, like you ever seen um, like they do that in like torture movies, uh, like Takashi Miike shit. You ever see them do like the fingernail shit? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that's brutal. Where they what do they they jam the bamboo like sticks with like hammers into the the under the fingernails or mm-hmm. or just straight up nails, dude. That is that's hard to watch. I can't do it. Oh yeah. Oh wait, by the way, so. Um, I'm trying to think of my timeline here. I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you've heard, you've seen that there's a deep end out and then our cinema enema that's going to be dropping whenever our next one, those have Riverman. 
right? Riverman was on our deep end. Hopefully, the cinema will. Like, unless it's happened, we shouldn't. We shouldn't uh, promise. Well, I I was talking to Riverman today, following up, and like I said, he he was honest and said he wasn't going to be able to do it tonight because once again, he was he was. We wanted him to get him on this on the fly. You know what sucks too. As I was listening to uh, the fucking deep end, I was getting it ready, and he was recording from his fucking uh, laptop computer mic. Motherfucker. But on the fucking backup recording, it's, he set it to his normal mic, so it sounds better, so I'm just going to use the backup. That's weird. So it's fine. Yeah, it'll be a backup. It'll still not sound as good, but it'll sound better than his isolated recording. Which was how weird, dude! What a rookie! He he acts like he's never done this before. I mean, is he that rusty? Because he was he was really asking some uh, kindergarten questions about like the recording. So, I mean, do I do MME? I'm like, dude, we've done this a million times before. Like, uh, uh whatever. Hopefully, uh, you guys enjoyed it. It'll sound fine. But he he couldn't be a part of this one because, like I said, the whole Corona shit. He can work from home, but he's having to pull some extra hours and do some work shit and. uh Whatever, because uh, of the coronavirus thing. Uh, but he did say today, Zach, that he is still 100% down with Cinema Enema. I'm holding him to it. And he even said, I asked him, I said, so what movie you want to do? And uh, he he picked a movie. Uh, he said that uh, Poughkeepsie Tapes is uh, on Amazon. He's like, I've never seen that, so I'd like to do that. Okay. And, uh, and I don't know much about it, but apparently it was a movie that was supposed to come out in 2007 and never did, and now it's aired, or what? Yeah. I've never seen it either. Have you heard about it, though? I have. Yeah, so I guess it's recently available. I don't really know, but it's on Amazon Prime, and that's what he wants to do. I don't know if it's a real documentary or if it's a mockumentary or what the fuck it is. I have no idea, so I'm kind of excited to go into it blind, but he'll be on it. I'm holding him accountable. Mm -hmm. Our first documentary-style movie. Well, we're not doing a commentary. On Cinema Anima, even. Yeah, so it'd be cool. So Ribble Man will be on that. And I also anticipate since we have a, a, a thruple on that episode, it might be longer than usual because we got to, you know, have three people's input. Even though Rib- River Man is notoriously soft, he doesn't speak a whole lot sometimes. He just kind of hangs back, but we're going to make him drive a little bit. And we're going to make him fix his audio issues. Oh, yeah. But anywho. What's going on here, Zach? Is Freddie's tongue going to come out of that phone? Hopefully, and then she just sticks it down on her giny. That's another thing, man. They've been canceling all those horror conventions, man. I've been seeing horror and comic nerds fucking cry like babies. Another thing, too, there's a couple that haven't canceled, and I've seen some people still going. Like, clearly, the people that... I mean, I think it's irresponsible to even attend them, to be honest, but I, I guess it's the people that it really supplements income. Like, I need this, right? Oh, yeah. They're like, hey, hey, if we die, let's die together. Let's do it. I can't afford to stay home. <laughs> Michael Berryman put, I, I follow him on Facebook, and he's like, uh, I think there's one in Las Vegas. Yeah, there's, that's the that's the, that's a big one that's still going on, because a lot of people have been talking about it, because Doug Bradley pulled out of it. He said, to be honest, it wasn't really coronavirus. It's not 100% coronavirus related. He says he has a cancer scare. He went in for a butt check. And he had some polyps in his ass, and yeah, he's got like a cancerous tumor, and he's got to get it removed. Um, he says everything should be fine, but he has to get it removed, and you know he's being evo- obvious stuff. So uh, imagine if you're fucking somebody with a cancerous tumor in their ass, and you pop it like a big blister, and a bunch of fucking uh, yogurt comes out of it, and you you pull out thinking you nutted, did it, but you didn't. 
That is fucking disgusting. Yeah, I don't even think uh, there's uh, liquid in uh, cancer tumors. That'd be pretty fucking dog if there was. Robert England has pulled out of the ones that he's involved with that are, you know, in the next few months what that aren't summer cons. I think all summer conventions are still going on as of right now. That's how you do it. You got to pull out before you nut. Yeah. Fucking, uh, you'll get that sexually transmitted disease called life. But it's another life, a baby. But Michael Barrowman put posted out there. He's like, so I'm still going to attend, but I won't be shaking any hands. A nod will suffice. I'm like, okay. You know what I thought of? We never brought this up. What? Whenever we did that uh, guest spot on the uh, podcast, that whenever we went to the, the convention, yeah, yeah, on the elevator uh, leaving, we were in the elevator with the guy that played Jason in Part Five, and uh, I didn't notice until after. But you know what? I uh, I looked at him and I thought uh, that kind of looks like uh, the guy that played Jason in Part Five, but I don't think he's here. Like I would have. I would have already seen him if uh, if he was, but he was. Yeah, it was like a surprise. Was it unannounced or was he announced? Yeah, I don't. Uh, maybe he wasn't. Maybe he's a la- maybe he's a last minute last minute edition or something. Mm-hmm. Looked- yeah, I remember seeing his table. Go ahead. He's got mayonnaise on his shirt. Ooh. You know what? I noticed this the other day too. Fucking Patty mayonnaise and Skeeter. What the fuck were they implying? Oh yeah, in that show, Doug. I kind of think with all that prosthetic makeup on here, on him, he doesn't look any different than Howie Mandel. Like, that could be Howie Mandel under the that fuck makeup. Are you calling Howie Mandel an ugly motherfucker? Hey. <laughs> Howie Mandel is America's favorite pastime. <laughs> oh, I bet he's fucking going nuts right now with the germs and the virus, man. Oh, fuck. He's in hell. Can you imagine? This is his hell, yeah. Can you imagine a guy like that? Fuck yeah. Oh, that part of it. Oh, see, I'd love to do fucking Little Monsters with Howie Mandel. That's fucking gross, dude. That fucking spit. That cum. Yeah, he saved that from fucking the night before. <laughs> yeah, this whole scene's pretty hard to watch, dude. <laughs> it's pretty gro- gross, man. Hold on. You ever you ever have like dreams where parts of your body are falling off and you can't stop it? No, not at all. It's fucking weird. I've had dreams where like I find like uh like a weird, like my my hand, like the palm of my hand will fucking like open up, like a fucking some kind of eyeball case. Third eye, oh, like a, like some kind of case, and then I won't know how to like fucking fix it. Like a bunch of shit will come out of it, and like organs will be sticking out and exposed, and I'll be like, I don't know how to fucking put this back. It's fucking weird. That's weird. Yeah, it's like a, maybe I have some weird uh, health uh, fucking worry deep down. That's what they say. Like, uh, if you dream about your teeth falling out, you probably you're worried about your teeth. I've had dreams like that before where my teeth are falling out. When's the last time you've been to a dentist? Uh, fucking probably not since I was like fucking six years old. Oh, that's, gar- that's guaranteed gingivitis right there. Oh, yeah. With gingivitis. But gingivitis. Uh. No, you should go. See, I, I fucking Amy Schumer that joke too from another podcast that was talking about teeth. You Amy Schumer that? That's right, I remember that. Uh, oh yeah, we should go to a dentist, man. Um, I, it sucks. Actually, I'm wrong. I have I've had teeth pulled, so I've been to the dentist. Oh, okay. When was that? I just haven't had a cleaning since I was a kid. Oh, so you just had a pool? But okay, well that that's still. So you haven't had your teeth cleaned or anything? Actually, they probably. I, I think they did clean them after they pulled one of my teeth. I, I kind of think that's customary. Don't they kind of always give you a cleaning, like before? Mm-hmm. Like if they're gonna pull. I, I go to one that is for people that don't have dental insurance, though. Oh yeah, so I had to get a tooth pulled one time as an emergency when I was moving back to Omaha very temporarily. I I packed up my my shitty old uh, Saturn sedan i had with everything i owned and i 
I drove from Missouri to Nebraska to go hang out with Todd and, and Lush and make that shitty indie film. And uh, on the way there, I broke my tooth on an almond. I was eating and I, I was fucking in agony. I was in absolute agony. And I, I wasn't set up. I, I wasn't established anywhere. I didn't have insurance at the time. Isn't it weird how like teeth insurance is considered like some kind of luxury? Like, oh, that's just a plus. Like, uh, if you have a sore tooth, that'll fuck you up. Dude, it fucks you up. It's weird. There's so many nerves, man. And they, they it contributes to neck pain, uh, shooting shooting head pain, uh, headaches. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was agony. Anyway, I, I went to Creighton Prep. It's a big dental college they have there. And they do, you know, you can go there and they'll have like a, a someone that's about to graduate and enter a residency do it with you with supervision. And so I went there and you just kind of have to, there's no appointments. It's first come, first serve. You just have to wait a big line. I was in such pain. I sat there and I waited. And um, you're not even real quick. Fun fact: that room is the same room, uh, same uh, whole thing that they used to shoot the Freddy scene. And this, this, they shot it this uh, first, if I remember right. Wait, they used the same room. What? What? Which Freddy? Remind uh, me. What scene? Well, where she's going up the wall in the original. Oh, okay. The reverse room. Cool. Mm-hmm. Rotating room. Yeah, that's cool. No, uh, but anyway, they, so you're not guaranteed to even be seen. And I went there and I waited. I waited in this waiting room for like fucking four hours. And then uh, there was like a handful of us in there in the waiting room. And, you know, one of the nurses or whoever came out and she just basically said that they, they couldn't see us, you know, whatever they had, they had capacity and whatever. It was going to be too late. And uh, I got turned away. I literally went up to her. Dude, I, I feel embarrassed to say this, but I was like fucking crying. I was in so much pain. I like tears mm-hmm. like this is fucking can I can you please give me like can you give me something can you give me any like uh, get in and they couldn't and she you know she was just very very sorry whatever and I had to go deal with the agony and I showed up again bright and early the next morning and I fucking waited and waited and I got seen and they pulled it out but yeah they didn't clean my teeth or anything like that they just they just fucking did the minimum they pulled it out did what they had to do um so you're probably right but dude you got to get your teeth clean how often do you floss um anytime i get something stuck in between my teeth i do yeah that's a pretty standard answer i, I, I f- fucking true true talk here nobody flosses as much as they they either should or say they do mm-hmm. i just thought of something this is what it would look like if they did a big budget fucking toxic avenger movie and uh, jeff goldblum played him yeah i guess you're right and he looks how do you get all beefy and like jacked he's like fat now he's like Ah, uh, because uh, the the fake skin they're putting over him uh, doesn't subtract real skin underneath. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, so I'm like you. Def- after I eat certain types of food, I, I will always uh, floss. Um, and and even if I don't have something in my teeth, I, I I'll try to floss every other day uh, because I know you're gonna. The thing is, you have shit in there, Zach. Like you have stuff in your teeth, even though you realize it or not. If you know you don't feel it, it gets buried in your gums. They'll try and tell you you got to floss like three fucking times a day. Who has time to floss three times a day? <laughs> That's a little difficult. But um, but now, man, what happens is is you have like shit in your gums. And, I, and you probably have some stuff build up that is so buried under your gums. You wouldn't even you don't even see it there. Even if you floss like you got to really dig into those gums, man. You got to make it hurt to get that shit out. Uh, but like your gums will recede you know, over time and that doesn't come back. And that's why you see. Uh, and I, you know you ever heard that expression "long in the tooth"? Oh, he's, I'm a, I'm a bit long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. That's usually uh, what to, to describe old people. I don't know what it is about that. I mean, old people their fucking gums recede, and they always have like long ass fucking teeth, like Kane and Poltergeist too. Um, but yeah, it's just like their gums receding. 
Oh, yeah. It's fucked up. You look more like a vampire. It's gross, dude. Nosferatu. Those Nosferatu teeth. Hell yes. Gross. Nosferatu's cool. I never went to a dentist when I never had insurance when I was like working, you know, shitty hourly jobs by the you know, hourly pay and stuff like that. But now that I have insurance, man, I, I, I go every fucking few months like clockwork because I got I'm lucky enough to have really good insurance and it doesn't really cost me anything. I go to the dentist cost me like eight bucks out of pocket. So I go every fucking three, four months. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I don't know how I fuck. I could never go back to not. I, I, I think back now. I'm like, dude, how? How does anybody fucking not have insurance to fucking get dental work? I, I could never go back to just not being able to go to the dentist now. Okay, she so has the fly yeah, baby. It's it's tethered to your job. It sucks. It's yeah. This is the scene. The maggot. Oh yeah. See, she she gives birth to a Slipknot fan right out of the womb. <laughs> Wearing the Jinko jeans. Oh yeah. And the big hoop earrings. Did you ever uh, not hoop earrings? Oh, but the, the gauges. Oh yeah. Did you ever listen to that last Slipknot album? Or did you kind of fall off that band? Like three times. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I dug it. I heard so many people saying like, oh yeah, it's a return to greatness. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. So so true facts is that every single band that's been around for a couple of decades or more, when they put out a new album, there's people that say that. I don't care. It's always. Okay. Oh, uh, let me see. I don't remember the maggot. That's so funny. It's a big cock. It does look a big cock. That's so fucking gross. Oh. You know, she's a pretty big person because when he was freaking out, when his ear fell off and she first saw him like being all gross and stuff, she gave him a hug. She she consoled him. I mean, I don't care if it's like somebody you've been married to for 30 years, man. Your wife is going to fucking back up and run out that door in terror. I would assume he had really bad herpes and never touched him again. But he looked like he was a leper. Mm-hmm. It's fucking disgusting. It looks pretty dog. The fucking uh, effects are cool. Brunderfly. Now, did you ever see the uh, Vincent Price original? I mean, I've never seen it, but I, I've seen it spoofed in like a million fucking things, and I've seen the scenes and stuff. I've never seen it. Uh, I remember one time at school, uh, we were talking about flies, and like she was like, oh, you remember the name of this species of fly? And I called it Brundlefly. <laughs> and uh, she didn't. she didn't get it. She didn't get the reference. She's like, no, Zach, you're fucking stupid. I want a disc. I call uh, anytime I see a huge ass fly, I call it a brundle fly. Yeah, he looks fucking disgusting. Herpes. <laughs> I am air. I am hair. That'd be funny if the computer said that to him. How the fuck did that happen? Like, oh yeah, uh, how could that have been like a translation error? Like, I am error. I I think like, maybe. It almost seems like maybe it was a macros thing they never took out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like literally it was like a computer error in the macros or something. And they just forgot to change it. Yeah. And, and maybe, and maybe that was, that was still mistranslated. So like, maybe it's just basically them saying, this is an error, error message. And that was like all fucking weird and Asian. Like I am error. I don't know. Like I, I've, I've seen people say like, maybe it's pronounced Eeyore. Error, error, yeah, I've seen that too. That's just stupid. They just didn't give a shit about uh, localization and translation back then, which still blows me away. I mean, because video games were still somewhat of a niche audience. They're like, well, they don't give a fuck. This is nerds. This is kids playing this shit. Just, we don't want to spend any money. Get one guy. But even if you get one guy to go through an old game that has minimal text, like Legend of Zelda Link 2 or whatever. All right. I like that he's saving all of his body parts that fall off. 
in his medicine cabinet. Yeah, that's weird. You think they're going to fucking graft him back on or something? I don't know. But you'd think that one guy would still do his job right. Like, he has one job. Like, mm. I, I don't understand. Um, what if they were, like, what if we're giving them too much credit? They weren't even, like, trying to actually, like, transcribe it. They were just making up their own dialogue. Like, well, we can't be bothered to fucking ask people. Some some people took liberties. Some people did. It's that's the reason why in uh, what is it, Mega Man X Five, that you have all those bosses mm-hmm. named after Guns N' Roses members. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's people taking liberties of certain shit and stuff. Um, I don't know. I wonder if I wonder when it comes to non techs like a Resident Evil game, like how much the Japanese stuff differs. Yeah, you know, in the text. I, I bet you, well, it's kind of hard to believe. Like, I bet you, I bet you the lines, maybe it is a pretty tit for tat translation. And that's why it's so awkward because in Japanese, like Jill sandwich and all these really weird yeah. lines sound. Now, nowadays they fucking, they Americanize it also. They don't just give it, you know, a, a direct translation. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, it has to be more fluid in Japanese because the fucking wooden dialogue in RE1 is a beautiful thing, but it's just not natural. There's uh there's there's points whenever like DVD companies will uh they'll put out a movie and it'll be subtitled but like if the character mentions like a really popular TV show like a sitcom in there they'll replace it with a mo- with a current uh, a local yeah they'll replace it and people are like why would you do that like it, it doesn't matter if we don't get it we shouldn't get it because we don't live there don't change it we want to know what they're really saying oh I don't know but. I remember as a kid when I watched this movie, I remember like, I was like, oh yeah, flies, they don't bother you. I used to let flies land on my on my hand and just watch them sit there, watch them do their weird fucking like rubbing their hands together, like whatever the fuck they're doing. But then I watched this movie and I'm like, is that what they look like up close? Fuck that. I never let them sit, sit on me again. I mean, I don't like them to be on me just for the fact that they live for two days max and they spend 99% of that lifespan in shit or on trash piles. And they also like uh, I'm pretty sure whatever that was I I, I always wondered they were doing I think that's uh, them throwing up on you because apparently they do that they land on things the hand thing yeah. <laughs> well what, like the hand the hands rubbing together that's different than the little like little uh, mouthpiece that's like sucking right yeah. that's different I don't know they're fucking weird dude they're gross like what purpose do flies serve in the ecosystem they let you know that something smells bad so that you don't walk right into it. I guess. You see a bunch of flies around, you know not to walk over there. I guess that's a way of justifying their existence. And they scare priests and let them know that a house is haunted sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and they scare James Woods, too. Hell yeah. The James Wood priest with diarrhea. That goes back to what I said about Stinky, though. Huh? Because his shit was stinky. He was sitting on the toilet. That was the gag. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't done those movies yet. Yeah, we could. I mean, James Woods peaked there. That was uh, that was him prime. Oh, fine. I like Once Upon a Time in Paradise. So I've never gonna s- do something. I've never seen that, but that's on your list, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that Melanie Griffith? Is that who's in that? Hell yes. Okay. Uh, fucking uh, our boy did that. Fucking Larry Clark, who did uh, the movie where the guy chokes himself and and comes. Yeah. No, I'd like to watch it. Oh yeah. For sure. What else have you been watching lately? Um, I uh, I watched that Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, I I saw that. And I, I saw that. Uh, well, first of all, 
I saw you first add that on your want to watch list, and I'm like, that's not a fucking Zach movie to put on a watch list. Yeah, I I, I never care about superhero movies, but I want to watch that just because it's got Margot Robbie and Mary Elizabeth in it. So oh, of course oh, I'm gonna watch. That's why. All right, because it's like that does not seem like a Zach movie. Because I can understand if you just kind of happen to watch it, or if you go a family, but no, you put it on your want to watch list. So I was waiting for the fucking lesbian sexy. Did you actually pay money to see it though? Probably not. No, it was it was on uh, F, F movies. movies. Gotcha. Okay, how was that? Yeah, popcorn movie. Okay, yeah, it didn't one air out the other. Yeah, it didn't uh, do anything. It didn't look like a flick I'd want to see. People are like, uh, look at it. They're trying to make uh, uh, it's this woke culture. They're trying to make Mary Elizabeth not look sexy. Uh, look at the thing. She's wearing like a chess piece that pushes her boobs down. I was like, man, I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's like one of my crushes, but she's never had huge tits. What are you guys talking about? You're like, what's with the gaslighting? Come on. Yeah, I watched. I watched a couple of movie. Well, I watched a couple of movies that I had never seen before. Uh, first off. I watched Fritz the Cat. I, maybe that was Fritz the Cat. Maybe that was edgy when it came out, but it's not something that ages well. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not a very good movie. Yeah, it's it's. I don't remember it. Yeah, it's pretty forgettable. I watched it back when they when they did it on uh, Exploited Cinema. I'd never heard of it, and I remember liking the second one better, even though it's like it's literally just a bunch of like little uh, vignettes mm-hmm. put together with no cohesive narrative really it's called the nine lives of fritz the cat so i guess the cohesive narrative is that he uh he keeps dying and then he comes back and uh, he's a a different character and he uh, yeah it would have had more of an impact if i was 10 and i came across like oh my god that cat has boobs but it's Mm -hmm. it's i gave it one star i'm like i whatever i'll (laughs) that's being kind i actually actually watched the gate for the first time the gate fucking the movie uh basically about the whole fucking satanic panic scare where they were like oh you reverse these uh records and it, it summons the devil or yeah. whatever remember that remember the judas priest thing like oh you reverse it and it says do it like oh what does that mean do it like oh obviously it's saying to kill yourself because some kid killed himself with it playing uh if anything you could say they were trying to fucking show for nike fuck you and it was really funny though. No, and then I remember when Ozzy Osbourne was subject to it too on his first album, and they had that one uh, fuck. I don't remember if he was a senator from Connecticut or something, but one of the people lambasting him from that whole Tipper Gore thing. Um, his song, I or no, Suicide Solution. <laughs> um, the song is very. The song is. It doesn't take a fucking mathematician or a fucking rocket scientist to figure out what he's talking about. He's basically talking about an alcoholic slow suicide and it's even in the first lines of the song slow suicide he's not endorsing it yeah it's got the edgy title of suicide solution that kind of like ooh, which way could he be going with that but it's not anyway and the guy is on record he was i watched this documentary with ozzy osmore back in the day and the guy is like standing in front of like the supreme court and with such conviction he's like he's telling people in the song get the gun shoot 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 like what he never says that and it and, and it cuts to ozzy osmore he's like I'm fucking speechless. I never said get the fucking gun. <laughs> and he does it. And I know the part of the song he's talking about. <laughs> and Why aren't they mad at like fucking just uh, American culture? They're always telling us to buy guns. Dude, it's 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 that whole case of when you hear a record, you hear what you want to hear. Like when you mm-hmm. don't know. No, I know exactly the part of the song. <laughs> he doesn't say that at all. And it's just, uh, yeah, he convinced himself because it helps the case. And he was an old man. And that's Ozzy Osbourne, who's hard to understand anyway. 
Well, I mean, he's uh, he's oh, totally. You can understand what he sings, which is funny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was it's so fucking stupid, man. Like when they were they were really going after those people about that. But the gate, though, you know what I. It's th- this was essentially my little review I put on on Letterbox, but I said you know while it's got a really cool tone with the whole eighties kid horror thing going on, um, it just doesn't have enough payoff. It really didn't. It doesn't hold up. Like, no, if you saw that movie as a kid, it probably scared the shit out of you, and it was probably that scene where he has the eye on his hand. No, it's it's a kid. It's totally a kid horror movie. It kind of reminds me of like a uh, uh, house or something. It's not. Did you know that's a little Stephen Dorff in the movie? Yeah, of course. It says his fucking name at the title card. You, can, I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, and he looks the same as he does now. He's the same height and everything. I mean, but the only thing different was he wasn't smoking a cigarette. He's always smoking a cigarette. You always call you call him Dorf, like Brad Dorf. His name's Dorf, like Dorf, Dorf. goes fishing. Because he's a fucking dwarf. Yeah, if you ask me uh, in that movie especially. And and he does an all right job. It's whatever. But I just I, I the movie itself is. I said, um, oh, and I, I my also takeaway is it also somehow feels a little sluggish. Um, and it takes its time getting going for a flick that's only like 85 minutes long. That's another thing I too I noticed. I'm like, this movie's like 85 minutes, and yet it still kind of drags. Like, what is going on here? Yeah. Uh, Fucking, uh, who was it that said uh, the, a good movie can never be too long and a bad movie can never be too short? But that's really not even true. It, it's not. Ebert said that. And it's not bad. It's I gave it like five out of ten. It's just kind of there. It's not. It wasn't. Like I said, it had a cool vibe and tone to it. It just had no payoff. And I kept waiting for a real big climax to happen. And it just doesn't. It just kind of like deflates. Like, all right. I mean, those little bitty fucking demon things running around were kind of funny looking and kind of cool. But are we going to get any more than this? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Fucking, uh, what's her name? She's sticking next to him, even though he looks like a fucking hideous monster. If you were dating, or like, let's say your Hollywood crush, you're dating her, and then she gets like, fucking, she, in a freak accident where she's in a, in a pod, and a fly gets in there too, and she starts looking like this, are you gonna stick with her? I am dumping the fuck out of that. Two words. Old Yeller. Hell yeah. Taking her out, putting her to pasture. Hell yeah. Oh, you know... You know what other movie I watched, man? Uh, and I'd always stayed away from it because I just heard notoriously fucking terrible things about it. Uh, but I watched Cop Out because it's streaming on Netflix now, the Kevin Smith directed movie. Ah, that's on my watch. I've only heard bad things. Okay. It's out there now. But you know what, though? Watch it because I think because it had such a horrible reputation, I set my bar so low to where I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like great. It's it's a five out of ten. That's one of the only movies uh, he did as like just a director for hire. He didn't even write that movie too. Yeah, he didn't write it. I, it's a five out of ten. I almost even deba- debated giving it a six out of ten, but it's a five out of ten. But like the first fifteen minutes or twenty minutes, the humor is cringe. Like it just none of it. It's like I'm almost embarrassed. Like why were they? Why did this make it out of the editing room? Like it just this isn't. Or even the directing floor. Like how do these takes make it? Um and and. And Bruce Willis, though, I know the stories behind it, you know, the infamous Bruce Willis shit with that movie, but he literally has an I don't give a fuck, I don't want to be here, this is a shit movie vibe, the whole flick. Like, nothing, yeah. it's it's so apparent. He seems to have that in a lot of movies he's in sometimes. Oh, man, but it's really strong in this one. But you know mm-hmm. what? After the first 15 minutes or so... um, it kind of, the jokes, it's very uneven because like I said, the first 15, 20 minutes, I wouldn't be surprised if anybody turned it off. 
But all of a sudden, after 15, 20 minutes, the jokes become a little funnier. I don't know what it is. Like, uh, but, and basically, well, it's got to stoop you down to its level before, it's, before it starts making sense. That's possible. But about 15 minutes in, they introduce Sean Everett Scott in the movie. Sean William Scott. Or is that who, who, <laughs> Stifler? Who is it? Sean William Scott? Sean William Scott, yeah. Okay. Uh, Sean William Scott. And he's actually funny. And it's like, and it's about at that point where he's in the movie. That it actually, I was getting a couple of light chuckles. Like, no, I'm not like fucking busting a gut laughing, but I was chuckling, you know. And Does he do the stiffler laugh? <laughs> He's a very much a stiffler type character. Like, he always plays like some kind of weird guy. But uh, I thought it was all right. It was totally passable. And I'm always more forgiving of a comedy, like a dumb fucking brain dead comedy. I mean, because I, I only want certain things out of it. You know what I mean? Like, just... Just make me chuckle a couple of times, and and uh, that's all I really want out of it. Tracy Morgan was really trying to be oh. Tracy Morgan. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome effect. Jesus, his jaw just came right off. And still moving like Return of the Living Dead style. See, that's when you ask him to suck your dick. Because that's going to be really weird to feel. This is a great, uh, yeah. The ending scene of this is pretty, like, it's probably the most memorable scene in the movie. Wait, just fucking uh, Cl- a classic monster movie style. Uh, yeah, this is an awesome transformation. It beats most werewolf movies. It does what uh, one of the best werewolf movies ever made, uh, fucking American Werewolf in London. It does exactly the way it does. Like after, after it's over, she she shoot fucking. Oh, well, I don't want to give it away. But yeah, it just fucking ends. There's no lingering. There's no like, oh, and then we we see the character go on to live a happy life. It just ends on a really abrupt, sad, fucking like ending. It's a uh, donk. Yeah, it's pretty. See, cool. look, he's lost it. He's trying to fucking uh, force her to do it now. Oh, See, that's so uh, cool. They had a cool uh, bust of that head at uh, the court, the convention that me and Mac went to. I wanted to come on it. I wish I could have just like taken it into the bathroom and came on it to mark my territory. Now, now in the sequel, Eric Stoltz is their kid, right? Yep. Okay. And he fucking, uh, actually in that movie, he's a kid and, uh, he, he, he sneaks in and watches like the people that seized his dad's like equipment. Cause they're, they're trying to fit, finish it. And he sees them working on the dog and, uh, it comes out all fucked up. It, the dog, it sets up that he's friends with the dog and then they, they test on it. It's all fucked up. And then uh, it, it fast forwards to when he's a grown up, and then later on in the movie he finds that they still have the dog living in the dungeon. He's like, "You didn't, you left that dog, and you you've been keeping it alive." And he, like, yeah, he he, I think he puts it out of its misery in the movie. Oh wow! So they they broke their own rule that they made in the first movie. Well, I, you know, I still own that same VHS copy my mom bought me all these years, and I've never watched the movie. So how how is it as far as sequels go? It's very popcorn forgettable but yeah that that chicken is hot okay bub um gosh yeah another movie i wanted to say i watched really quick before i get off that topic is a i don't know why i watched it but it it's a you ever see that movie eye for an eye ah that sounds familiar okay it's 1996 it starred sally field um it's basically one of those movies where um somebody takes the law into their own hands right like uh her daughter Mm. was raped and murdered and mm-hmm. the guy gets off on a technicality or whatever, and you know, I'm, I'm sure he did get off when he was raping her. He really did. That's not funny. No, it's not. But man, that's not a good movie. Don't watch it. It's like life. It's a lifetime original movie that somehow got a theatrical push, 
and it's got a great cast. Like actually, like the people in it. Sally Field's a great actress. It's got Ed Harris as the husband, uh, and the, the the rapist is is Kiefer Sutherland, and Joe Montana. It's got really good actors, but dude, they're all fucking wasted. It's just I, I don't understand. Like the lines are shitty. It's so hacky. I'm like I don't know how. I don't I don't know how they they had a cast like that and they made a shitty movie. But don't watch it. I don't think you'd ever would watch it, but don't watch it. I've been watching. I got a uh, HBO now, and I've been watching Silicon Valley and uh, the newest season of Curb. Oh yeah, I, t- I take it over and I watch Curb with my mom because she she likes that show too. So we watch that together. How is the new season so far? It's funny. See, I don't like. I haven't watched the older season. I I remember thinking like the show just like that original run of the show. It got better and better. And like it peaked with like the last season, especially whatever fucking if Michael J. Fox is showing up. Oh, did he come? Did he, did he come back? No, I'm talking about when he originally did. Yes. So yeah, it's been a while since I watched those episodes. So I don't know. I don't know if I'd say it, it's still going up. It maybe it peaked with uh, that season and it's kind of hitting, uh, you know, the, the stride and it's uh, staying there. Sunny in Philadelphia kind of did that too. I mean, that show's been on forever, but. I mean, like after like season, it stayed really, really consistent for a long time. But after like season thirteen or fourteen, it started showing its age a little bit. Like, all right, it's not as good. Mm-hmm. But I want to go back and watch uh, uh, fucking Kirby Enthusiasm again. I've binged it a few times, and yeah, I think I've always thought the Michael J. Fox season was the peak. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. that's got the episode two where he's like. Uh, that is the same episode where the kid, uh, the, the gay kid, like, yeah, his uh, that's so funny. Like his manager or something, his, her kid's gay, and his birthday's coming up, and he gets some like, like he gets some something that's very like a, a sewing machine, a sewing machine. Yeah, a yeah. gay kid would love this, and she's like, he's not gay, Larry, he's just effeminate. Yeah, that's a really funny episode, and I think that season also has the uh, the Jew fucker, the restaurant owner, you know, right. And he's mm-hmm. fucking the the yeah that's that's really funny. What does she make him say when he's fucking her? I forget. It's so fucking funny though. But yeah, and I so I I never watched the, the last season of this season, so I, I got to do it. Um, I'll get a once this is done airing, I'll I'll get a trial on HBO finally, so I can binge it because it's great. Mm-hmm. Does Ted Danson make appearances again? Still, hell yes, dude. He's awesome, man. He is TV royalty. I love Ted Danson. They should do an episode where he shows up in blackface for he, no reason. He, dude, the guy's a dude. Guy got away with blackface. Um, exactly. Anyway, flicks over. It's a really, really cool flick. Uh, the, the the effects in it really stand up. And I forgot how cool, but yet still kind of silly. Like that ending scene, that ending part where he like takes his little fly hand and puts the gun to his forehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's effective. It's kind of silly too. It's like that's kind of weird looking, but because you know it's a puppet doing it. But it's really fucking cool. Um, I dig the flick. It's it's a very there's not many love story horror movies out there. Yeah, Bride of Frankenstein. I said there's not many. Not there's none. Okay, fair enough. Fuck boy. Uh, so uh, man, I mean, I wonder if we could do enough to even justify exploitation of love horror. I don't know. Teeth. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of loving going on in that movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, the movie's over, and like I said, we're gonna wrap up this whole exploitation for bio horror. Uh, on the next episode, which is going to be our live commentary, and we're going to do the thing. Uh, so we're going to put it out there when exactly we're going to do that to give you guys an opportunity if you want to uh, join on in uh, the Patreon action and, and join us for that live filming. Um, regardless, it's going to be up uh, next Wednesday, 
Um, and then I, I think we're moving on to biography exploitation. How would we say that? Biography exploitation. Um, and I'm not even sure what we're going to do. Uh, David Capper, we got we to gotta sort of tap into all the suggestions he gave us. Uh, he had a good point. He was basically saying, uh, especially modern music biography uh, movies, biopics, they're pretty samey. They all follow the same mm-hmm. formula. So we should get a little bit more creative. I do want to do La Bamba, but maybe we don't have to do any more outside of La Bamba. Yeah, but it also might be a good opportunity to finally watch the John Carpenter, Kurt Russell Elvis movie. Cause I've never seen it. Oh yeah. It's like one of the only, it's like the only Carpenter movie. I don't think I've seen it at this point. So, but uh, we can get, we can uh, get an opportunity to get creative. If anybody has some suggestions uh, for what we're going to do that month, shoot them over and we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely consider those. But uh, normal stuff here. If you guys are on YouTube, thank you a whole bunch. Make sure you guys are liking and subscribing the videos. Uh, I think when you guys like the videos, when it, whenever they're up for the first 24 hours, that does a big push for us and like the algorithms and, and noticeability and stuff. That's what I hear. So if you guys catch us uh, with a new video, make sure you give us a like, uh, share us with people that you think would enjoy us. Um, also know that we're on podcast uh, formats. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, skip on over there and give us five-star rate va- uh, reviews and, and ratings and little blurbs if you want. That helps us out a lot too. Uh, and as usual, we have a Teespring. If you guys want to look at uh, the comments below, wherever it is you're listening, uh, buying a shirt or any kind of merch, that's a great way of supporting us as well. Additionally, uh, Teespring kicks us back a nice chunk of profit whenever you guys buy one of our sweet-ass designs. Um, and newest, of course, we have a Patreon. And like we were talking about earlier, uh, with that right now, you get all the content uh, three days early. And we're going to do one of our BTM commentaries live once a month. You guys would get to come in on the private feed and be a part of that. Uh, and of course, early as well, because it's live. And uh, we have a couple of, of of goals set up to where if we can hit these very, very easy to achieve stretch goals, if I do say so, um, they're going to allow Zach and I to beef up our content, you know, go to um, exclusive Patreon commentaries, maybe even double up on our normal, just free commentaries, normal stuff. Um, but the ceiling is is limitless, right? So, um, and who knows, maybe we can even hit a, a price point where, you know, uh, we can even pay someone to do some editing too. And that would give us a way to put out more content. But uh, anyway, your feedback's welcome on that. Uh, all I ask is if you guys want, if you guys just look at it, go down the link and check out the Patreon and just and let us know what you think of it. If there's anything else you think we're missing or something else you think we could add that is feasible for us to add, you know, just being a few dudes, couple du- really it's two dudes and, you know, Mac is, is in here every now and again. But uh, feedback is absolutely welcome. But the idea is we want to give more content, but not shoot ourselves in the foot. Obviously, we can't give more than we're able to, right? It just, it would, so we want to be able to grow the channel. And another thing too, anything that we get in support, is just going to go back into the channel. It's going to go into be able to make more content for you. Uh, maybe even fun things like going to conventions and stuff like that. But um, it's all going to go for the greater good of Revival House. Uh, that's all I got. Um, if you guys have any questions, hit us up on all social media, uh, Instagram especially, uh, Facebook and Twitter. We're all there. And uh, RevivalHouseNetwork at gmail.com if you have any inquiries. Uh, or, like I said, we I haven't mentioned this in a few weeks, but uh, if you guys are interested in podcasting or maybe you do podcast 
and you want to do some networking and you want to be a part of our network, obviously there's no strings there. I mean, we don't own you. We're not going to make you sign contracts, but if you want to come on and just support our channel and, and, and you have a pretty good show, you think so, or you want to even just try podcasting, hit us up on there. Maybe we'll let you, maybe we'll house you, you know, and get you started. Get you a little, oh, yeah. get you a little base, and then you could fuck off. Like I said, we don't own anybody, but it'd be cool. I know we need a new action-oriented podcast because um, we no longer have the uh, uh, Hard to Kill podcast. I think we really, really do need a dedicated gaming podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Not just we like to stream stuff here and there, but like an actual dedicated game podcast would be cool. Uh, dedicated music podcast. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any suggestions of things that we mentioned or didn't mention. Hit us up at that Gmail Revival House Network at gmail.com and uh yeah, we'll chat it out in private and see and see what we got. But uh that's that's all we got, man. Uh, is there a Mac and Zach down the pipeline, Zach? Anything you want to promote? Uh we just got the uh, we just put up that Friday thirteenth original one, baby. Oh yeah, that was yeah. a really funny episode. Oh, dude. And then who the fuck was it? Block 69 that said that comment that made you fucking bust a gut laughing? <laughs> Hell yes. Dude, I, I've never seen Zach laugh so fucking hard at a comment. He lost his breath, man. So uh, kudos to you. Dude, we're closing down shop and I didn't even read any comments. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Man. We can save them for the next if you want. Now, I'm, I'll see what I got. I'll, I'll make a judgment call real quick here. Let's see what I got. I'm sorry, guys. I'm off my fucking rocker. It's the Corona. It's hashtag blame Corona for everything. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quarantined. I'm stuck in my house. I'm I'm starting to get batshit. We're late recording this episode too. It's just a yeah. It's just everything's been off this week, man. Uh, but let me see. Uh, we got a comment on an old ass video. Like this is a video that it's legit. I think 11 years old. It predates us really being having a channel on YouTube. It's just when we put up a couple of videos just to dick around, right? It wasn't really anything. And um, it, I, I took the video, and it's me, and I'm literally in Saint Petersburg, Russia, in this video. And the lighting is so sh- like, I think it's on an iPhone three or it's not, it's like, a, I don't know what I recorded this on, but it's shitty. And the lighting is shit. I look like I'm in one of those, like America's most wanted videos where I don't want my identity revealed. I'm in the shadows because the lighting is so shitty and it looks funny. The thumbnail does. Cause that's the exact, it looks like I'm about to um come out with my rapist <laughs> or something. Oh. Anyway, it's a video. It's a video where I was talking about my reaction to the total recall remake. That's how old it is. With Colin mm-hmm. Farrell, this guy named Simpleton Apollo says, I added another like here just because the ones that disliked it were under five when they watched it and they got offended. I remember Total Recall and it was total mass effect. So, oh, yeah. yeah, somebody our age, whatever. I, I still never watched that that remake, by the way. Did you? I haven't. I hear it was actually a little bit more faithful to the Philip K. Dick book, mm. but, um, but I heard it was all watered down and bullshit. Uh, but thanks, Simpleton Apollo. Hopefully you... Uh, Hopefully you stuck around the channel and, and checked out what we actually do and didn't just stop at this video because that's, you know, it's not, it's kind of cringe. Um, but anyway, but yeah, you can see beautiful, gloomy St. Petersburg, Russia in the background. Uh, extra commentary, Adrian Mendoza, the uh, Omega himself, he quotes, her titties are great. I want to come on them. My favorite quote, he says, it's funny. The whole time you guys are checking out Mariam Diabo, I'm staring at the naked guy's ass. I, I wouldn't expect anything oh, yeah. less. Uh, I saw his ass. I was looking at it too. Okay. All right. Oliver, close off. Um, I posted a video. Oh, my bad. This is on Teeth. I'm jumping ahead of myself. Teeth, the commentary we posted last week 
Uh, William Lowry says, uh, Teeth, I remember seeing this on Netflix way back when and being like, yep, that's a movie. Also, Mac did a porno. Yay, I guess. I know Adrian's probably happy for him. Um, yeah, we've talked a little bit almost ad nauseum at this point about that porno, but I'm with you. I don't want to watch it. I kind of think it's funny at this point, though, and I'm really hoping there's a nice little nugget. I hope Zach puts a nugget at the end of this for you because I'm dying to hear like a funny nugget. Uh, but anyway, uh, Oliver Closeoff says on the same video, uh, he says, Aaron, Zach, and sometimes Riverman, congrats on 3,000 subs on the YouTube channel. Also, congrats on surviving coronavirus. Um, that's awesome. So he actually uh, called it out before I even noticed it, uh, but I'll get to that later. What do we have here? On Yeah, I posted a video. I mean, it seems like that's what everybody does when you want to show some appreciation in video form. You got to acknowledge it. So I made a little video uh, just saying thank you. Thank you to everybody. Uh, Alexander L said, nice, very nice. Uh, David Capper says, congrats. Another 3,000 subs are right around the bend. Um, and Blocko69 says, keep on keeping on, you wild riders. Your commentaries rock me to sleep. This is the best show on YouTube, which is quite humbling. Uh, oh. uh, isn't, that, isn't that mean YouTube's a pretty sad place when a podcast is the best show on YouTube? An audio oh, podcast? Yeah. I mean, I'm proud. Thank you. Uh, William Lowry says, awesome. I'm glad I found your podcast uh, because in turn, it inspired me to not only better my content, but try new things like podcasting, ironically enough. Keep it up. Uh, thanks, William Lowry, dude. You're you're a fucking good man. And uh, I'm Hell yeah. I'm pretty, uh, pretty proud and, and wowed to see you getting better and better. Right. Um, uh-huh. Because their, their podcasts are they've become more fluid. He's really got a cool dynamic with uh, Will or sorry, Will and Matt. They both have a really cool, interesting dynamic. Um, yeah, and, and the episode you did with him was funny, too. Uh, so thanks. And Andrew Mendoza says, congratulations, guys. Uh, yeah, man, it's really cool. Uh, I, Zach and I are a couple of fucking scrubs. And what we do is very niche, right? So I think hitting 3,000, I mean, we're over 3,000 now, but crossing over 3,000 is a big deal for something like when you really think of it. Uh, I think it is. And I think uh, the second thousand came a lot faster than that first thousand and the third thousand came faster than the second thousand. So I really think Capper's right when he says the next 3000 are right around the curb. I believe that. So thank you guys for all the support. That's real, real kick ass. Um, what else? Uh, let's see. Oh, so Ishmael Premier gave us a, a, a fucking damn near good slogan. I just made a post on on the, the YouTube uh, community where I said, Corona got you stuck indoors, the Rev Boys. Just letting everybody know all the content we got coming out here soon. Ishmael Premier said, Revival House is the cure. Hell yeah. Revival House is the cure. Cobra can eat his fucking heart out. That's awesome, man. That should be a shirt if I ever thought, if, you know, that, can you, that, that should be emblazoned across every man's chest. Hell yeah. We could just take the Cure album covers and write Revival House over the cure. Yeah, we are the cure now. Yeah, or we get uh, we get we get Josh James to commission uh, some art, and he can do like me in the Cobra painting, but it's like one of us with glasses and changes it because Cobra came out back in the '80s when they still were like painting actors, and it looks really fucking mm-hmm. cool. And then uh, you can reword all the slogans and stuff. Uh, you can be the dye pig guy, the Brian Thompson oh, yeah. dye pig uh, on teeth. Feline, uh, Feline Fatal says the chick in this was Audra in It Chapter 2. But you probably don't remember since they did the character real shitty for like two minutes of screen time. Uh, the stepbrother who we were trying to figure out where I knew him from she says the stepbrother is from Nip Tuck. 
That, that, oh, that probably yeah. is where I've seen. I want to say I've seen him in a movie too, um, but I can't mm-hmm. can't put my finger on it. Uh, Water Power uh, Exploited Cinema. I'm going to go ahead and read their comments because we're just putting up the archive stuff, um, so they're not going to read it. Uh, Vladimir Volkov. Um, I'm going to guess you're Russian. He says uh, one of, if not the best, triple X exploitation roughy films of all time. James Gillis plays his part perfectly. Uh, Clea, Car- Clea Carson, hopefully I said her name right, the stewardess, was hottest as always. Film really captured that gritty 1970s New York City feel. Dog. I ain't never watched the movie myself, but Zach can probably uh, vouch for what you're saying. So, mm-hmm. uh, But thanks, uh, Vladimir. Hopefully all is well. Hopefully uh, Corona is not a big deal over there in Russia. I think I was looking at that like fucking infected map they always have of the globe. And, you know, for as big a landmass as Russia is, I didn't see a whole lot of red on it. So maybe they're uh, keeping that shit in order over there. I'm not sure. Let us know. And lastly, I don't even know what this one means, man. Good Son. The Good Son commentary. We got something from, I don't know. Uh, it's it's an Arabic. It's all in Arabic. And it says something. I can only assume it says, fuck your mom or something. I don't know. Whenever it's in a language I don't understand, I assume it's an insult. Whenever it's in a language I don't understand and it looks like it's one letter or <laughs> one small word, I imagine it's go suck a dick or something. But mm-hmm. regardless, guys, thanks for all the comments uh, and keep doing what you're doing, man. It, we appreciate it. And uh, it, it, seeing all these comments coming in throughout the week, uh, it makes me happy. I think it makes Zach happy and it makes us just all the more amped to keep going another week. Uh, so that's all we got, guys. Not going to fucking blow any more steam up your asses. Uh, we've been talking for long enough. I uh, will catch you guys later. Bye bye, puppets. End of the week at the Revival House. Next month's theme, you got to figure it out. Italian zombies of Holly Shore. I slash it with the knife and the girl next door. And one second in, get it all queued up and ready. Hit play in three, two, one. Bye bye, puppet. Zach Pete in a solo cup band. Couldn't this camera's love and Josh and Scott failed and Riverman's bail. Bye bye, puppets. Sounds good, like this country used to. What the fuck? What? Why did I come so fast? This is hot. Ugh.